With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy, 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 happy. Saturday, Fox NFL football Saturday. We're the fellas live from the... TireRack.com studios. That's right. As uh, we get to hang out, and uh, it's a happy holidays to everybody. Hope everybody's getting ready for the big day, big Christmas around the corner, or uh, or closing in, baby. It is December the sixteenth, so uh, nine days away, and we got a full day to Saturday NFL football, which we absolutely love and so much to talk about so much to do <clears throat> i missed you guys and uh we are the fells of anthony gargano he's jason fitz we got our man kevin figures our production team shay and mighty mighty mark as uh we hang out on this saturday morning fitzy good morning what are you doing buddy boy I missed you, you know, last week. I we, know. We, we, we had to hold down the fellas without you, so it was more like the just the, the fella. Like it was, yeah, I mean, there were still a bunch of us, but like some letter has to be gone from the fellas because we weren't a complete <laughs> team without you. So it was either going to be the Ellas or the fella this morning. So uh, we got through it. We got through it, but, uh, you know, things feel right, man. Like, see, last week felt like we were at the at the edge of the bar the whole time. We were like, yeah, it, no, it's fine. It's fine. This week we're sitting at that same corner spot because we're not savages. We have the same corner spot in the bar. <laughs> and and our, our fearless leader is back. Like Now, now, now everything's good. We, 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 things, things feel right, my friend. Uh, man, you know what's funny? Uh, I got to tell you. So we had a, 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 a tournament, basketball tournament that I was coaching and early. And, it was all, and I was like missing you guys so much. I was like, man, I hope they, you know, and I, I got to tune in for a little bit. You guys are killing. You don't need me. You guys are killing it. But I, I was just, uh, I was funny, man. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. You enjoy something when you miss it. Like you were like, oh, man. And I, I was... I was feeling that way. And then so much was happening. I wanted to call you this week. I was like, I, I got to get Fitzy. I got to get Figgy on the phone, man. Because all the craziness that happened, what a wild week between 
Shohei and Draymond and the, the Staley, who we can't stand, who deserved to get fired after that abysmal, horrible excuse of a football game Thursday night. Although, go Raiders, because I know you love that part of it, Fitzy. You say abysmal. I say piece of work i mean like this was uh, this was art right like this is better than standing in front of the statue of david like i I have never in my life seen a football like my friends were texting me during that thursday night game and everybody's saying oh my god oh my god oh my god and i i legit text one of my buddies and i said i'm speechless i am numb right now because i don't know what to make this like i have just i've never seen that easy of a win for the Raiders. It, it, they set a franchise record for points. You, you start talking about 63-21. Like, it, the, the fact that, again, and I'm going to say this a lot when we talk about this game with Brandon Staley, you know, everybody talks about how the Chargers quit, the Chargers quit, the Chargers quit. Fine. And that's part of why Brandon Staley was fired. Let's acknowledge the fact that the Chargers didn't have any more or less to play for than the Raiders did. I think it's incredible that they came out with that level of give a damn. Like, I understand the Chargers didn't, but I do think it's a statement to, you know, Antonio Pierce and the job he's doing there, frankly, that they came out and they looked that uh, that fired up to play yes. a few days after scoring no points. You know what? You go from zero to 60. <laughs> <laughs> Which is unbelievable, right? Yeah, Zero but, yeah. to 60, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, you're right about that. And look, these Raiders are playing for Antonio Pierce. By the way, the fellas broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, we're going to help you get there on unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fellas brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, whatever you got that moves, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. And Fitzy, I, I, you know what? Shame on me. The Chargers aren't the lead. The Raiders are the lead of that story. Uh, so here's, here's I got to tell you a story. I got to tell everybody a story this morning. I flew out last Sunday morning. I flew out to, to Las Vegas. And, you know, my, my buddies with the Raiders that I know there, and they asked me to do a little digital thing for them. So they're like, hey, why don't you come to the game? So I fly out, and I sit in Allegiant Stadium on Sunday and I'm watching this thing go down, and it's 0-0 and all the way into the fourth quarter, and I'm sitting next to Tim Brown and Eric Allen, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, man, I, I got to tell you, like I'm hoping it ends in a 0-0 tie so at least I can say I saw history. Like this thing, it was so ugly. It was terrible. And as we're walking out of the stadium, my buddy says, you know, that works for the team, says, hey, man, Thursday night's right around the corner. If you want to stay, we can get you into the game on Thursday too. Like maybe have you play on and win on the fiddle or do something for the. And I was like, yeah, I got to get back for work. I can't. I, I, I can't stay. I'm not sticking around for that. So I was in the stadium for nothing for a three nothing loss. And then just a few days later oh. on a game that I just didn't work out the schedule for as a historic night for the team. I am the curse. I am the curse, cousin. I am the reason that they scored none and that they scored 63. I don't know if I can walk into a legion again. <laughs> I don't believe it, man. I'm sorry. You, you don't have curse vibes. I, 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 I think I did Some either. people have, are, are just born mushes. Like, <laughs> I know people. That's it. That mush thing is real. The guy's just a schlep rock, right? Like, he's just got no good around him. You don't have that around you. Like, and, and I know Figgy does it. You, you guys don't have that, and you don't. All right, I'm telling you, you're not. You, you trust me. 
You're not. That's just coincidence. Okay. So, I, but, but wait, you play Autumn Wind on the fiddle? So a few years ago, I I did uh, – I just went into the studio one day at, at ESPN at the time, and I just – because I had talked about uh, playing different things, and I just had them set up a camera uh, before one of my shows, and I was like, hey, I want to do this real quick. So I just uh, off the cuff played the whole Autumn Wind thing by myself on a fiddle and put it out, and the Raiders – like I just put it out on social media, and at the time, the Raiders ended up retweeting it. It went, it went you know, pretty big for, for them. Everybody got a lot of traction on it. So they played it a few times like around the stadium around the game experience so my one of my buddies with the team is like why don't you come because they have a little if you if anyone's never been to allegiant they have a stage at the end where they get these huge uh at the end of the the down by one of the end zone areas by the torch basically uh they they put a band up there but they put like a full band with like a strength section and a horn section that plays like during a bunch of the commercials and everything so they have a little area so they wanted they wanted me to come out and, and uh, stand in the area and play autumn wind before the game Oh, but that's I'll do, awesome. I'll do it at some point. I'll do it at some point. Oh, man, that is so – that's fantastic. I mean, I, I, that is awesome. I, I've got to Google it now. I want to, I'm, I want to see it, man. That's that's a gift. Uh, good morning, Figgy. I know you're a happy man. Shohei, the Raiders, uh, life's good in Figgy oh, yeah, land. Oh, you got Shohei, too. God, oh, yeah, didn't much happen. Uh, didn't much well, happen this past week in Los Angeles, especially for the L.A. Raider fans, L.A. Dodger fans, which are pretty much one and the same, if I'm to be quite honest with you. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty epic week. Pretty exciting stuff going on in the baseball world uh, around the, the Dodgers. I mean, it's this city was pandemonium. It was all Shohei all week long. It was absolutely amazing. And the cherry on top was the Raiders kicking the Chargers' ass for sure. Oh, without a doubt, without the, the rightful team, right? If you want yeah. to call it that, against the, the interlopers, yep, who still have no business being in Los Angeles. Sure don't need to be in San Diego. Uh but but let, let me just tackle this with you real quick because Otani, he belongs with the Dodgers. Like he belonged in Southern California. The Angels, it's a shame, but it, it's a hapless franchise. And a guy like Otani needs to be in blue. I mean, I, I, it just feels right. As much as I go, uh, you know, I hate. I'm not the biggest free agent fan. That feels right to me. Well, look, the Dodgers have turned into the new evil empire. If anything, if you're a baseball historian or, or just a fan of Major League Baseball in general, there's really only two places he could have gone, and that was either the Dodgers or the Yankees. Yeah, and, and he deserved to stay in Southern California. Right. And you know, the you know, the proximity to Japan, the the thought process when he first left Japan and came to the to the Angels was that he wanted to stay on the West Coast. Um, which is why the the Giants were one of the finalists along with the Dodgers and the Angels. There's a report out of the LA Times were a finalist as well. He actually took the offer that he had from the Dodgers to the Angels, gave them the final word. If you guys match the offer, I'm not saying I'll stay, but I'll still listen. And reportedly, Art Moreno said, no, thank you. Oh, my God. No, thank you. What? <laughs> you know, at, this, at the moment in time, he said, no, thank you. He might as well have changed the name back to the Anaheim Angels. You might as well be a small market franchise again if, if that's how you're going to operate. Oh, my God. No, oh, that's horrible. Embarrassing. But, but guys, uh, let me be a contrarian here. Yeah. They already had him. They weren't winning games. Uh, I mean, at some point you're throwing – 
money it was. Like, I realize relevance is, is part of the conversation, and you should have been able to win games with him. But, man, like, as, as much as incredible as he is, if I own the Angels and he came to me and said, all right, we need $700 million for Shohei, I'm going to laugh. I, I'm going to laugh because we've had him, haven't won any games. My question to my entire yeah, organization that, is going to be, how do you him. win? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean. no, no, but but, but – but I, I realize it, but I think the organization already had the chance to answer, hey, how do you win with it? And the answer from them was, we don't know. So, like, if you don't know how yeah, to answer that, like, ah, you don't just I, give up and just say, no, like, well, exactly. we'll, we'll let one of the greatest players in the history of sport walk away. I mean, you you bang on the door and try to find a way to make it work. It's not even like you're getting a trade for him. Like, right. I mean, because if you were going to do this, you should have traded him. Exactly. I, 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 will, I will buy that all day, every day. I, I will buy that. But I don't know. I just like, I, I understand all of it. But I, I think when you look at the $700 million on it, like that's just a, a hefty price tag if I know that my organization can't take advantage of it. I, I, but I'm then just, you should play. Yeah. Like, you, you shouldn't should be exist. an owner. If you're if you're gonna and by the way, Art Moreno, the owner of the Angels, one of only two owners that voted not to raise the luxury tax during the last mm. CBA talks. Mm. You're doing a bunch of small market stuff here. So if that's the case, he said he was gonna sell the team, then he changed his mind because he still loves the game. Well, how much do you love the game? Not enough to try to win. Yeah, that's not what I, it tells I, me. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Fitzy. I I, I can't. I, I I like that to me is it's embarrassment. Like that like you could let. The the greatest player and 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 the game today, walk, like I I know you failed. I, well, the fact that he gave you an opportunity, right? I mean, I I would have been thank you. Yeah, and I'll Joe be honest, a. I don't think he was going to stay regardless because he did say yeah. he prioritized winning. And to, and to Fitz's point, they weren't winning and never came close to winning while I was there. But if you're the Angels, at least say yeah, we'll match it and we'll try to sweeten it a little bit. But to, for him to come to the table on Friday night last out. week and say, here's the offer, can you guys match it? And they say, no, we're good. That's terrible. That's, That's embarrassing. Terrible. Like, How could you be an Angels fan knowing that? Like, I would be out of my mind. I would be out of my mind. I, I, again, I, if, I'm an, if I'm an Angel fan, you have every right right now to... <gasps> Burn the hat. Oh, okay. So wait. So this has never happened. I don't know if Anthony Gargano has ever said that someone has a right to jump ship. Yeah. This is oh. a first. Yeah. This is an absolute first. Was, yeah. Mark this tape, Shay. This is incredible. I never. I don't believe in it. All right. I. I I'm. I'm not a. Uh, a jumper. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I never believe in that stuff. But when you don't like, now you're not right by the fans. Right. Now, now you have done done right, but if you say we're in, and then Shohei takes the the Dodger offer, all right, what are you going to do? You tried, mm-hmm. okay? So I got no beef. But when you don't try and you throw up your hands when he, when you have the greatest player and th- this excuse of well we haven't won, you know, well go, go get a new GM, figure it out. Like he's not the problem. All right. right. He's part of the solution. So you you have forsaken me as an Angel fan. There should be no Angel fans today. They should be dormant. Because well, I'd be pissed off, man. Well, you're talking to so, one right now, and it's becoming increasingly difficult. And I've definitely waffled on this over the last week or so. Trust me. So my yeah. my, my, my other question on this deal 
is how should the rest of the league feel about the deferments? I mean, that that's the other complicated part of this. Like, uh, the fact that he's – and look, there's been nothing done wrong with the collective bargaining agreement, which I have an issue with that too. Like, how did you not anticipate that you were leaving a loophole? But when you were deferring almost all of this money, $680 million of the $700 million is essentially all going to pay out much later. It changes the luxury tax to a certain extent. It changes the ability to build around them to a certain extent. It changes uh, the, the taxes for Shohei to a major extent. Like, it, it is pretty wild that they built a system System that allows a contract of this magnitude to circumvent one of the major rules. Strongest players association in all the sports. Yeah. Well, I, there's, I'm not – look, I don't blame the players on this. I just look at the owners and say, what in the hell? Like, I think when you go in and you negotiate a, a collective bargaining agreement, you have to presume, like an attorney friend of mine years ago said, that anytime you go into a negotiation, you have to presume that every person you ever do business with will lie, cheat, and steal on every portion of it so that you figure out every loophole. I think there's some truth to that when you're negotiating. The fact that the Dodgers figured this out and nobody else has, like, and that is – a, I think, how did they get to the point that they allow it? But B, every other team should be looking at this and saying, okay, now that we've seen this, like this does well, set a deferment precedent. And the cool part about that, Fitzy, is this wasn't even the Dodgers' idea. It was Shohei's idea. They they have deferred payments to Mookie Betts and, and Freddie Freeman to a certain degree in their contracts, right. but Shohei right. came to the table and told them, I want to defer the great majority of my contracts so you guys have free money to go and spend on other players. The Giants also offered him the same exact deal: Correct. seven hundred million, six hundred eighty million. Yeah, they say the exact so, same terms. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a Dodgers idea. Was, I think he was going to every team, going, yeah. "This is what I want." Correct. Was, yeah. But now, well, now that the Pandora's box has been opened, and, and that's—I mean—that also speaks to the stupidity of the yeah. owners at times. Some yeah. people can do stupid things with this, like the fact that <laughs> all the time a, a player and their agent came up with a way to do this. I think most players are not going to say, "Hey, you know what? I'll take the six hundred eighty million of this seven hundred million way down Dude. the road." I buy that, but man, I, this just feels like there's a, a in, a in a sport that already struggles with balance. This is another one of those things that could turn yeah. into a very yeah. big deal. Yeah, no, it's it's a great point, Fitzy. It really is. I, I I applaud him though. I mean, that that's a Brady move. Yeah, this is like the I don't like the the statement "have your cake and eat it too," but this yeah. is a situation where he can because he's going to make every cent of that money at some point over the next twenty years. And he's putting the team in a position to be able to win games. And usually you have to sacrifice one to get the other. And he's not doing that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Uh, I mean, quite frankly, I I think it's great. And I love him for it. He wants to win, man. Yep. I I just think that's awesome. I I do. I think it's awesome that he wants to win that bad. Anyway, we got lots to do, boys. Yo, we got football today, man. We got the NFL. I got something else too that's like it's pissing me off to no end. I don't, and I have no answers for it. Like I gotta come to the table right off the right off the bat and and tell you and ask your advice. Like I think you guys can come up with an answer. I, I have not come up with an answer, so uh, I'm gonna hit you with that coming up. We got to talk about Draymond. We got NFL. It's a great time of the year. Oh, man, fellas, just getting started on a Fox football Saturday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. That is J.C. Fitz right there. Oh, uh, my. Autumn wind on the fiddle. Sounds awesome. That is fantastic. By the way, fellas, brought to you by BetMGM. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio every Saturday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. Countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM, Brian Novich, Warnberger, betting analyst Jared Smith. We'll have you covered three hours before college kickoffs every Saturday morning. Listen to Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, fellas, it is Capital One Bowl season. It kicks off today. And I, I love the bowls. I don't care that they're meaningless games. Like, I don't care. I love the Bulls. I, I I love them. And I love, like, this coming week and next week where we have games, like, in the middle of the day. Like, I love a Wednesday afternoon bowl game. 
Like, I, I don't know what it is. I love it. I love when sports are during the day, during the weekday, and like all day long. And I love the little happy holidays that's in the corner of the broadcast with the with the bow or the wreath. Like, I, I love this time of the year. And it, it, bowl season makes me feel good, like good. I, I, and I don't care about the, you know, the games and stuff. But nobody's playing. Like, the portal list is insane. It's absolutely insane. And, like, so nobody's playing. There's all these games, and there's all this, you know, turmoil. And I don't know how to fix it. Like, I get, you know, like today, the the New Orleans Bowl with Louisiana and Jacksonville State. Not a lot of people are going to be on that or this cricket celebration ball with Florida A&M, Howard, or the the Myrtle Beach Bowl, Ohio, Georgia Southern. I just love it. I love ball games. I don't care who's playing. Everybody gets a chance to play. It's the whole thing. But what do you do, Fitzy, when you, you just got, you know, the portal happens now? So a couple of things. By the way, uh, I, I totally agree with you on the bowl situation. A uh, buddy of mine that played college football at a really high level uh, you used to always tell me that the Bulls matter for who they need to matter for. Like how many kids involved in these games have never been to some of these states and they'll remember it forever. And, you know, for yeah. the fans that go, it's a great time. It's a great time. So like, and even, you know me, I always love ratings. I always remind people when you, when you look at the ratings, you have to ask yourself, okay, the rating of this bowl game versus whatever else we would have been watching in that moment. Like I, I love the fact that bowl games exist. I, I am with you. I think this year is going to be a real test for that theory, though, because even if you are a massive fan of Georgia Southern, you, you, are you are you flocking to it? I don't know. And, and how does the transfer portal impact so many of these games is a real question. Like, I'm a big fan of the transfer portal, but it has rendered the two things that matter the most about the Bulls useless, the game itself and the 15 extra practices you get. Like, that's part of why you need to make a bowl game because you get longer to stay on the field and work on your team for next year. Well, you ain't working on next year if half the people are either transferring out or in. So I, I think it's really curious to see sort of how they, they managed to stop the transfer portal issue before the bowl games. Because, man, you mentioned some of the sponsor names, too. Like, a lot of money goes from cricket to become the cricket celebration bowl. Yeah. You got to find a way to make sure the cricket's happy with that. So, here's my question, and I want both of you guys to answer this. Uh, but you know what I'll do on the other side? First, let me uh, get Figgy up here for trending. Fig, take it away, babe. All right, well, we'll go to the NBA from Friday night with Jalen Brunson scoring 50 points. He made all nine of his three-point attempts to lead the Knicks over Phoenix, 139-122. to New York made over 58% of its three-pointers as a team. The Spurs beat the Lakers 129-115 to to snap an 18-game losing streak. No such luck for Detroit. They got blasted by Philadelphia, 124-92. to That's 22 consecutive losses for the Pistons. Boston, 13-0 at home after a blowout win over Orlando. New Orleans, huge. Houston and Washington with victories as well. One ranked college by a basketball matchup as number five UConn led wire to wire. They defeated Gonzaga. 76 to 63 Huskies now 10 and 1 on the season news out of the NFL Davis Mills likely to start at quarterback for the Texans on Sunday at Tennessee as CJ Stroud is listed as doubtful with a concussion commanders running back Brian Robinson has been ruled out against the Rams with a hamstring injury back to the fellas. Uh, fellas, as we hang out on this Saturday morning, December the 16th, from the TireRack.com studios, and we're brought to you by Progressive Shorts. 
Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, whatever you got on wheels that moves. All your protects in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. All right. So here's my question to both of you guys. Why can't they just move the portal stuff back until after the bowls? That's what I think they should do. I mean, you're right about that. Like, just like they've learned to become flexible on National Signing Day for the high school kids, I think moving the, the transfer portal stuff back would be a great idea. Honestly, Figgy, I, I don't know if you have a, a reason they can't do it, but to me, they absolutely should. I don't know a reason why they can't do it. And by the way, even the early signing period, which is, I think, like two days before Christmas, which is ridiculous, you're really overloading coaches and administrations with too much happening at once. Uh, between the portal, between the transfer period, and if you're still if you're still playing and trying to prepare for a bowl game, it's just too much happening way too soon. And, and it's and it's overload at this point in time. And it's really not necessary. Uh, there, I, I don't know. I don't really have a really good reason why the transfer portal can't happen at until after the season ends. I do know that there is a waiver for the teams that make it to the college football playoff. They give you five additional days because the portal does close at a certain point. I don't know the exact date off the top of my head for everybody, but the college football playoff teams, and then they have up until a week after the end of the championship game to make a decision. Why can't you just extend that to everybody? Just wait until after the national championship game is played open the portal window for a certain amount of time and then close it. I don't I don't know why it has to be that complicated. I mean that that's even impacted Malik Murphy, the quarterback for Texas 100%. Who was transferring and he made it clear he wanted to stay with this team through the playoff, but he, it just doesn't make sense. He can't do it. So, you know, to your point, Figgy, I think that would make sense. Frankly, if and again, this would take some work from the NCAA. I don't think that they should allow the hiring of, of any new coaches until after. I agree. Like, just, like, what are you just doing? Stop the whole thing. Like, all this stuff, it, all it does is create upheaval for your playoff. Yeah. Like, so your playoff season, why in every other sport, like baseball, you can't, you can't do anything. You got to wait. Like Super Bowl, like nobody wants the sport to be overshadowed. Right. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's a trickle I mean, down I, effect, too, because one thing affects the other. So if you're telling me that the early signing period is on December 22nd and the portal opens on, say, November 30th. Well, if I fired my coach on November 1st, I want to make sure I hire my next guy so I don't lose recruits so I can actually get people in the portal from the portal. You know, it's 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 all cyclical. Right. But I got to push all that stuff back. Yeah. Just like the draft and free agency in the NFL. Could you imagine a world where, for example, you know, the Raiders were the first to have an opening this year? What if they had just gone at that moment to the Lions and said, yeah, we're hiring Ben Johnson? Like, that would have been absolute chaos to this season right now. And that's what college football allows to happen every single yeah, year. Yeah, you like can't that. do that. Like, you know, you, you, everything's got to be pushed until after the season. Signing periods. Like, everything's got to be pushed. And, and there's no reason why, first of all, your season's so sh- relatively short compared to other major sports. Why in the world can't you just push everything? Well, the NCAA is just so ridiculous and toothless. They're still trying to fight to say that these kids are amateurs and I shouldn't, know, so shouldn't be paid for things. And they're ridiculous. They That's are. the big issue. The fact that the NCAA is still in charge of these sorts of things. Well, uh, that's it's true. Not, they need a, a, a bomb. And that's, that, they need to get rid of it. Go ahead, Fitzy. It's not just that the NCAA is a joke. It's that the NCAA has had 
so many opportunities to be forward thinking. Instead of standing up and yeah. saying, uh, we cannot let these kids be paid, they could have sat down years ago and said, okay, how can we manage this in a way that anticipates what's about to happen in the future? Instead of screaming about realignment, they could have sat years ago, could have sat down and said, how can we figure some of the scheduling issues out? Like, because the NCAA is never proactive and always reactive, they are always five steps behind. And once you reach that as your reputation, nobody takes you seriously anyway. So now they don't have any real power. They get challenged in court on everything they do. And guess what? They lose because so much of this just is not okay the way they've structured it. And then the third part of it is they haven't ever helped themselves by standing here and saying, hey, let's be five steps ahead. And because they haven't done that, now we get into these situations. Like even if they came in today and said, we're changing the whole system on when coaches can be fired, when players can be signed, everybody would just suddenly file a bunch of lawsuits. And I'm sure somehow what they would lose, like they lost the respect of everybody no i no that's a great point the whole thing they've never been forward thinking they've always you want to think about this for a second this is the same organization that uh, that made you vote for the national champion that didn't allow a kid to go somebody buy him a pizza right because he couldn't take on a second job because football is a job yeah, like, basically, that's a job, man. Basically, forced Jim Trestle to resign at Ohio State because a couple of kids got a couple of shekels for tattoos. Yeah, unreal. I, I mean, mean, can you imagine if that was happening in today's world? Nobody would no. blink an eye. No, no. Could you imagine all the bodies that you know they left under their wake? It's unbelievable. It's and it's not right. It's none of it was right then. All right, and it's, when you look back on it, it, it only shines a, a, a that that light, that black light on it, to all all the just horrible decisions that that ridiculous governing body has made over the years. And all they would have to do now to fix it, I truly believe, is bring somebody in to run it that would start by standing up at a podium and say, man, we have done every ounce of this wrong, so now we're going to redo it, and we're going to redo it with common sense. That's it. Like Some of these transfer rules and some of these arbitrary who can play and who can't play rulings that they've made over the last couple of years have been insulting to the kids involved. The, the process that they go through takes forever. It's thinly – like there's, it's not transparent. Like you, you have to start looking across the board, admit your mistakes – and then loudly tell the world why you did it wrong, and then how you're going to fix it. And if they would actually do that, I think they could probably still win respect, but they never will. I mean, look at what's happening just this week. This whole 14-day you know, rule where kids can't play, and if they do, they're going to be ineligible for all of next season. I know. I, I mean, I, I, how ridiculous is this? If, if you transfer once, you can transfer wherever you want and play immediately. But if you transfer a second time, now you have to sit out a year. Yeah, and that's going to get challenged in court, and they're going to yeah. lose, as Fitzy mentioned, like they always do. So why are we even doing this song and dance? Yeah, it, ha- they're, they're, it happens yeah. the same way every single time for the NCAA. Every and time, who's- it's such a good point. Uh, Shay, good morning. Morning, guys. Yeah. So real quick, I want to go to the point of you guys saying why they sh- they can't uh, move it back anymore and that there are no issues with it. So the problem that they might have is schools have so much time to enroll students into actual classes and become actual students, and most of the schools they start January third. So when schools start even before the the season ends in the January 8th, I think it's this year, January 8th it ends, some of these uh, players will only have two days to make a decision if, let's say, it was to it was to start after the end of January 8th. So 
two days to get a decision to transfer is kind of crazy, especially with everything that comes with it. So I think that's the main reason they have it be right after the season and like kind of before the bowl games start, just because there's that whole school aspect of it, having to enroll everyone in and that entire process. But I, I, mean, okay, I agree so, with you guys. So let, let, let's, let's be real here for a second. It's a great point that you bring up, Shay. But let's be real. These kids are there to play football. All right, you're definitely right. They're not so yeah. so so. It, it doesn't matter when if they come in the fifteenth. Let let them put, figure out what they need to do class wise. You can figure it out. I, I'm sorry. I like you. Like they're football players. Stop with this charade that you're worried about. It, it push the whole thing back. Then I, I don't really care because the bottom line is the the sport is it's wag the dog. Is it not Fitzy? Yeah, it is. I also like, I mean, I understand the importance of, of school for all of this, but why do they have to get in? Why does a football player have to transfer in time to be ready for class in January? Why not force that transfer to happen at the end of the school year before the summer? I mean, for for the sake of classes, like you make the decision on where you're going to go, you enroll and you start your classes in June. I, I, I don't. Why does a kid have to be in, in the class to the school he transferred in on January 8th? That's the I other agree. part of that. I don't. I mean, I, that's, I, I, that's it. That's that's exactly that's the Fitzy fix to that issue. <laughs> make me uh, the czar of the NCAA. I I, 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 I I vote for you, man. But Just I make also me the like, guy that makes the schedules. Who who who's who's their legal team too? Because like I can only go back to the music business, but there's times where you'll sit down and be like, "Hey, I have an idea for this, or I want to do that." And usually it's your manager or your agent or your lawyer that sits down and says, "Yeah, that's never going to work." Especially like when you're naming a band, you have to go through this whole legal process to make sure nobody else has ever had the name. So you go to an, an entertainment attorney and you're like, "I'm thinking of this, 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 this," and they run them down the pipeline. Who's the the person from the NCAA that goes to their attorney and says, "Hey, we're thinking this with the transfer rule." And what attorney doesn't look at him and say, yeah, that's cute. You're going to lose in court. Like, there just has to be some element of, of somebody yeah. talking to somebody with some brutal honesty. It seems like their lawyers, Lionel Hutz from The Simpsons. Yeah. That's their guy. <laughs> all the times they lose. All right, we got to take a uh, quick timeout. We'll come right back. Fellas, we got all kinds of stuff. This is awesome. I, I missed you guys. Fellas on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fellas! You in the spirit, Fitzy? Oh, God. What's the, what's the house I'm look dancing like? around right now. I'm actually like, I, I can't sit and do this half the time. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, there's a little skip to the step. You, you put in a little jingle bell rock, I'm all in. Like, I, from, you know, especially in the month of December, but nothing other than sports talk radio and Christmas music in my life when I'm in the car. Like, it, it, it blares. I don't care that I'm listening to the same things over and over again. I know. Yeah. I don't care yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm all in for it. Every, every, Every ounce of the day, I'm uh, I'm full all in. Like Christmas sweaters every day, like I'm in. I mean, I'm all in. Dude, I'm so with you, man. I gotta tell you, I feel the same way. By the way, fellas from the TireRack.com studios were brought to you by Discover Card Debit. That's right. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback. On everyday purchases, no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms, discover.com, backslash cashback debit, discover, discover Bank, member FDIC. Uh, I, I'm so with you. I had a debate the other day with my mother-in-law because she's like, what's your favorite Christmas song? And I go, I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I go Mariah. I go Goat. I think Mariah, I think it's a goat. I love it. She's like, no, that's Fugazi. It's too new to be a goat. What? You can't. No. You, the, the, she's wrong. I'm sorry. Like, it is a goat, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's the, the biggest challenge. I, I think it's more challenging now than ever to create a timeless Christmas song. Like, I yeah. would argue that it's tougher to do in the modern era because – a, we're all cynical. B, there's so much Christmas stuff out there. Like, come on. I mean, and I am a Sinatra and Bing Crosby fanatic at Christmas time. Like, that is it for me. Keep the lights dim, pour a little whiskey on the rocks, and just put that on. Like, I'm good all day with that, right? But the the fact is, there was much less competition in Bing's era to create a Christmas song. Like, when White Christmas became White Christmas, there weren't that many options out there. So, like, you had the advantage of generations of listening to White Christmas every year. Now there's, like, serious. XM has like 27 different Christmas channels that all play different things. Like it's tougher than ever to cut through on a Christmas song. So newer, tougher to become goaded. That's part of why she is the goat. We think fake. That's like saying, well, LeBron James can't be the greatest of all time. He's too new. You know, what does that mean? Right. If, if greatness is greatness, I'm not the biggest fan of the Mariah song, but I certainly respect it and respect its popularity and recognize it's definitely one of the greats of all time. Look at its popularity. Look how it tops the charts literally every single solitary year for the last, I don't know, how old is the song? 15 years old, something like that? Yeah. It's, in, I mean, incredible, unprecedented. I mean, I'll it's got to be, be one of the goats. I, I just, you know, I love the song. I, I'll be real with you. I do. I like it. Every time it just makes me happy. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it makes me happy. So I don't mind hearing it 50 times the, during the season or whatever. But my mother-in-law, Patty Ann, Patty's a hater. So what is Patty's favorite Christmas song then? What's wait, her by the, wait, wait. by the way, I just looked it up. All I want for Christmas is you. I, I thought it was older than we're giving it credit for. It was written in 94. 
1994. Wow. Right. So the original release of that at this point is 30 years old. Which, if yeah, you were a kid in the like 80s, it. it would be a song from the 50s. So, right. like, come on yeah. now, that's, that's old enough to be context. timeless. She makes that's an, good context. What do you think, Shay? She makes an estimated three million every year from the song. Just that one song. No, Shay, you're 23. Yeah. How do you view that song? So that's the goat. Like that's the goat song. It's the song I always hear and I've always heard at Macy's or like wherever I'm walking around. You know what I mean? Like it's always been the thing, the Bane song. I mean, I was just talking to Mark about this. I was like, oh wait, DMX had like a Christmas song that I remember hearing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a big fan of that one. I love always hearing that one. But no. So did LL Cool J. Yeah, LL Cool yeah. J had it. And Run DMC. Run, Run DMC. DMC. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Every, I mean, they're all. Michael Buble, though, that's another guy. That's. I mean, he's yeah. definitely. He's Mr. Christmas, there. for he's, sure. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely Mr. Christmas. I, I hate Buble. I know you hate Buble. We've I, talked I about this with Anthony Buble. in the past. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that Buble. I hate him with a passion. What? Yes. Why exactly again? He's like the Cowboys to me. But like. You compare him to the Cowboys? That's bad. I hate What'd him. What'd he do to you? I hate the Buble. Hate him. You got to... Is there a reason? Oh, I just think he's Fugazi. Oh, my I, God. Like, he's not... <laughs> oh, my God. No, he's just not Fugazi. He don't, he's not... Like, he's, that is where I'm going to go Patty in here. He doesn't have the, the Johnny Mathis... You know, D. Martin. I feel like he's like, got it all, like, though. He's oh, like, yeah, but he's a, he's a fake me out. He tries to throw back to that era, and those and those guys roll him. He's he's a he's a karaoke, karaoke Sinatra singer. It's fine. Yes, wow. oh, my man Fitzy knows. I get Fugazi. No one else is doing it like him right now, though. Like right now, at least he's trying to be a modern ode to the old school yeah, guy. I don't exactly. think he's trying to. Can't school him for that. He's got his tongue out. He thinks he he thinks he's Jordan. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's us. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Well, happy Saturday, the uh, December the sixteenth. Already upon us, man. Uh, we're live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We're going to help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, your boat, your ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Jason Fitz. I'm Anthony Gargano. Kevin Figures. That's the crew. Shay, Mighty Mark, all of uh, as we hang out and convene. All right, boys, a little bit later on, we will go tackle the top five Christmas artists since we were uh, we were oh, I like that. I like t- that. talking about that uh, to end the segment. But we got lots to do. So we have football today, all right? We have real NFL. I love the Saturday NFL, you know, because right around now you go, all right, the, the first bowl games aren't great. So, you know, listen, I like having the smorgasbord of stuff. So I like the Saturday games. How did everybody feel about the Monday night doubleheader? The only thing is I, I don't I like you to stagger the games, not play at the same time. And they were great. Like both games are great games. Yeah, I'm, look, staggering is is absolutely part of what I would want. I find myself I don't love to 
on Monday night. A, I think it it scatters everything and, and creates more late night. I got to pay attention to two on Monday night. I don't love that. Also, I'm sort of a Sunday purist, and the one counter I always make when we split these games out because today, for example, three really important games in the playoff standings all the way across the board. All three games are very important. It's just part of what happens in this process is then you end up with long windows on Sunday of trash. Like there's only so many good games. The more we spread them out all over the place, the more likely I get stuck watching bears Browns on Sunday afternoon, which no offense, Shay is not exactly a juggernaut of a football game. So that's my, my other counter to, to spreading all this out. Well, a couple things. One, let me just sort of set you. Well, I, actually, that game's pretty good. Let's go. I mean, that's a good. That's a good game. It means something. The other thing I'm mean, gonna throw at you, Fitzy, is this: which is, as long as you got one, you know, one really good game early, or two really good games early, and one really good game in the afternoon, well, what does it matter? I think for me, there's a vibe, like there's an energy to Sunday when the games are great and the sports bar is packed and you're like, yeah, this feels awesome. And I'll admit my personal bias here. So often my my favorite team, the Raiders, is usually playing in the late window on Sunday. And so when you've had kind of meh games at one o'clock and then the bar thins out because there's only two games at 430 and one of them is a bad Raiders game, like it just it just loses some of the energy. It loses it loses a little like I like it when, you know, you've got an Eagles Cowboys Sunday afternoon game to look forward to. Like I like it when that four thirty game gives us some sort of a big like all oh, injected in my veins. This one matters on Sunday afternoon. I feel like sometimes the late Sunday afternoon gets forgotten because we have to worry about Thursday and Monday and Sunday morning and Saturday. I mean, it's up to me. I play them every night of the week. Friday night, Tuesday. I, I would do it every night of the week if I if I could somehow make the schedule possible. But let me let me let me just play devil's advocate. Look, look at look at tomorrow. Look at tomorrow. So you got like you say, you got three great games tomorrow. All right, Jets, Dolphins, no. Tennessee, Houston, yes, you're in on that. No, that's going to be a trash game, especially no CJ Stroud. That's going to be a bad football game. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll watch, I'll watch it, but like in, in the world, if of- CJ was playing, you watch the game. Look at Will Levis versus CJ Stroud. I'm in on that. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Titans stink, but yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, mean, pretty, I don't know. Will Levis coming off the game Monday night shocked the world. It's, 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 I'll give you. I'll give you pretty good on. I do like the fact that the Titans are wearing the Oilers unis in that game just to troll the Texans. Yeah, that's I awesome. Think that's a, yeah, that, yeah. That, that 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 does give me a little bit a little, little feel there. How about the Bays? You in on the Bays? Battle of the Bays? <sighs> I mean, you tell me, like, are you suddenly uh, – the Packers look bad, Tampa Bay looks okay, like, I like bad. I still like, bad. I still like Green bad. Bay. I like, I like Jordan Love. I do, too. I, I'm still stunned by what happened with the Giants. Like, I think that's the – what they're both 6-7, and seven, and uh, neither of them really feel like it's been a 6-7 and seven season. I don't know. Like, it's okay. Like, these are all okay games. These are all C-plus games. I'm not telling you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. On the side screen. Where's yeah, my C+. main screen game Sunday? I, I agree. Chime in, Fig. I, 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 like, I agree. C-plus. Well, the main screen game is – I mean, it's going to be Dallas and Buffalo, and, you know, if Buffalo – Yeah, I didn't get there yet. I'm yeah. going through the schedule. I'm yeah. just going, going through. I'm just trying to – There's usually one. dunk the myth. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you because, I mean, there's look, the great majority of the games, especially when we get to this point of the season, are, are going to be, if not total duds, average team versus average team fighting for the final playoff spot, not really a Super Bowl contender, so it's somewhat interesting, but – 
you know, you usually get yourself at least one or two really intriguing matchups. We have a couple today, and we have the big one, Dallas and Buffalo tomorrow. We have Baltimore and Jacksonville on Sunday night, which is yeah. a good one. But but what's our Dallas, Buffalo, or Baltimore, uh, Jacksonville for Sunday at 1 o'clock? The Sunday at 1 o'clock window is mediocre at best. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Like, and, and I'm not okay. saying that against I, the not, Saturday. I'm not arguing with you. That'll happen like, at times. Yeah. It's mediocre. I mean, yeah, I agree. I, I, mean, I just like, think that that's what happens. The early appetizer. You, you got all those games as an early appetizer. I mean, you can find something. You got cutlets going in New Orleans. See if you can figure it out. <laughs> right? You got Joe Joe Flacco and, and the research of Brown. Joe Cool Baby. He's yes, back. Yeah. He's if back. I had said if I had said to you in August, hey guys, I give you a joke like we got a, a, a pretty good uh, Joe Flacco versus a Bears team that's disappointing, or we've got a guy <laughs> that isn't Danny DeVito. He's the other DeVito taking on the Saints who are falling apart. Like you're not flocking to any of that. Like I, I, I'm flocking. Think- I'm flocking, man. No, flock and a flacco. There we go. I, I mean, uh, and By it's the not way, that, don't, don't is... sleep on the Bears now. They're playing good football. They are. They're playing good football. Their uh, okay. defense I, is good. Defense is turning around. And, a bit. and Fields is playing good football, man. Well, he's auditioning for his next job. Of course he is. I, uh, okay, but here's <laughs> here's here's my. Argument. I trade that like, pick and keep Fields. Ooh, we, that's a hot take. I would do yep. too. Wow. Hot take from both of you. Okay, here's Go the thing, guys. Sorry. We've all had we've all had that guy that that buddy in our life that like he dates the weirdest people in the world, but he finds like that one redeeming factor where you'd be like, "Man, she's crazy." Yeah, but have you seen her feet? They're cute. Like everybody's got that one. It's like, man, I, I don't like her at all. Yeah, but uh, her friends are awesome. Like he's got the yeah, but that always keeps this weird relationship going. That's how all of us on this show would be about any of these football games because it's an NFL football game. So I'm going to find the pretty in it, no matter how ugly this thing is. Like it'll yeah. be like, you know what? The prettiest pinky toe I've ever seen. Has Happens to be, and I'm not a foot guy, by the way, for anyone curious. But the, the uh, not that anyone was. <laughs> I was wondering. The, the, the like, prettiest oh, pinky oh, toe oh, I've oh, ever oh, seen oh, is no, no, high five and Rex Ryan. It works for me. I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's somebody out there that's trying to find like of the foot, uh, the the pretty feet of the Falcons in the Panthers game. We are that crew because the fellas love f- football. We're gonna be like, oh no, man, but this Falcons Panthers game still got lots to look for. There can Arthur Smith keep his job, and you know. You got all the implications of fantasy, and maybe Pitt's playing a little better. Like, we're going to find a reason to watch it. But if you're just like, if you're looking at your significant other and you're like, honey, honey, I want to drop everything today. I want to go to the sports bar. I want to watch all the 1 p.m. games. And she says, great. What game is worth it? Then you're looking around like just for the casual. You're like, nah, never mind. We'll go at four. Like that, that's what this window is like. I'm sorry, honey. I shouldn't have even suggested that. We'll just go at four o'clock. Wow. I I hear you. I I don't know. I think there's some. I, I, I mean, I'm into it. It's more than just a foot. I, I think it's better than just a foot. I didn't know we I were mean, working I with. I gotta go fly on you, man. We're working with Quentin Tarantino now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I will say, Fitz. Yeah. To the the casual, there's nothing that's gonna draw you in. One hundred. But for those of us that the NFL has in its claws. It doesn't matter. They got us. I mean, last Thursday night, the, the Steelers and the Patriots, what I guess ended up being a little bit better than we thought, but I mean, had yeah. like 14,000, excuse me, 14 million viewers. Right. For what was going to be a dog game. 
Right. But it's yeah. the NFL, and the NFL is king, and it doesn't matter what they run out there, usually is going to get a large number. I, no, you I'm just saying the more windows that you, Monday the, night was not a an exciting night of football. I mean, look. It was competitive, but it wasn't exciting, I guess. You don't think it was exciting? Yeah. Really? Like Levis bringing him back? Yeah, no, I think Levis bringing him back. That was exciting, no? It it was. To me, me, that that was an exciting, let's say that way, fine, exciting ending, but uh, I just didn't need two of those. And the more, all I'm saying is the more. The more we attempt to fill all of these windows across the landscape, the the tougher it gets to to really pack Sundays the way that I like Sundays. That's just that's just. But I'm the yeah. opposite of you, because yeah. uh, in in the sense that if I had my way, there would be football just on Sunday and oh. one other night during the week. I couldn't, I I'm I with couldn't you on handle that, Fitz. I agree. Because I, I feel like you're you're cutting off your nose to spite your face, putting two Monday night games on concurrently. Like where do you? Well, I don't want to to accomplish doing that. Yeah, like I, I listen. That's I, I want to do a seven. I, you remember early last year, two years ago, they were doing the seven o'clock and then the ten fifteen. Yeah, on opening yeah. night, that's what they did. Correct. On yeah. the East Coast, Eastern time. Yeah. yeah, I love that. This way, you get West Coast prime time and East Coast prime time. Still yeah, seems I, a bit I, much I, to me. I'm such a, a fan of I'm like I'm I'm formulaic like I'm programmable right like I'm I am that person that's like one o'clock four o'clock like I when I was a little kid because you know everybody yeah. other than other than Anthony and I the rest of you will never understand this when I was a little kid it was pre NFL Sunday ticket right and so as cousin well knows what I would do is I go to the grocery store with my mom just so I could get the TV guide we we didn't actually buy it we weren't rich but I would get the TV guide and I would open it up to have to look in the TV guide to see the Sunday schedule to see if the Raiders were going to play and like in a way where I could actually watch. Wow, dude! So, like, oh my god, like, I feel old. Yeah, well, trust me, I was right there with you, especially you after the Raiders, that when the Raiders left Los Angeles. And by the way, I didn't have cable, so so Sunday yeah, ticket satellite wasn't even a thought for me. And yeah. so once the Raiders left Los Angeles, it went from knowing they were going to be on TV every week to hoping they were going to be on TV every week. I, I, I fought that same battle. Trust me. Wow, oh, man, it was that, a big it was a big deal. Like was. living in a like when your team isn't in your area, like everywhere I'd ever yeah. live, I'd, I'd have to go in and be like, oh my god, the Raiders are actually on TV this yeah. weekend, right? So like, but there's just for that reason, there's just something to me like totally magical about Sunday afternoons and like the the game, like the the yeah. whole process of Sunday at one o'clock and four o'clock or ten o'clock yeah. and one o'clock, depending on what coast you're on. Like, I just love that being a special like true. Like I I sat oh, there, dude. Like you got me, you got me reminiscing now. Oh my god, because I'm imagining we would get the Sunday Inquirer, the Philadelphia Inquirer. And I was a newspaper kid. And the first thing I would do was get the TV. There was a TV book. It was like a Fugazi TV guide that came in the Sunday paper. Yep, yep. And I would go to the sports the, the listings and then circle. It was like every game. Like it was like, ah, oh, look at this. Uh, Sixers Bucks, 830 Tuesday night from Milwaukee. Right, and I'm like, oh, all right, I'm building my Flyers Kings 10:30 from LA. Like I, still, I knew knew the times, loved it. And then you would see the NFL games that were on. And you're right, like that. Oh my God, that's Shay's probably like, to, really? You read a newspaper? <laughs> I used to walk down to the there was a little corner store, 
And as I got older, like like middle middle school, high school age, I'd walk down to the little corner store on every Friday. I'd buy the USA Today because USA Today would have yes. a a little like a capsule they would call it. Yeah, it was great. Game. The USA so, Today on Fridays. Yeah. Yes, you would get it, and it would be like Raiders or Chargers, and what to yeah. know, and be like a little thing. And then every Monday, I'd do the same thing. I'd walk back to that corner store and get the USA Today because that was the only shot. When I was living on the East Coast, uh, they might have like they would always have an article on every game, and they might have like a picture of the Raiders game or whatever like that was the closest i could get in that era to just being able to see what happened other than the george michael sports machine late at night you know so uh on on sunday so like i that that for me there's just this whole charm of i want it all on sundays for that that i think that attachment to my childhood in the way that i grew up that's interesting it's good stuff man it's good stuff now i just prefer I, i i like it every day because it's just the NFL. I really can't believe most things in life. You're always like it better when you were a kid. I like it better now. Well, yeah, because you have a choice to be able to watch whatever you want. I mean, even whenever you want. If you miss a game and you get the NFL Plus or something, yeah. sure, no doubt. You just didn't have, you know, you had to, you talked about you know waiting for the George Michael Sports Machine, which I did at when I was a kid yes, too. Yes, yes, you know. The the old uh, Sunday NFL the recap with uh with Boomer you know was a oh, big NFL deal back Brad, in the day yeah that, that yeah. mean that's that's what we all watch because because you only had a couple of games whatever games were in your local market and Sunday ticket wasn't a thing you had to wait for those highlight packages and if you go back even before our generation uh, it was uh, Monday Night Football and the highlights with uh, with Howard Cosell yes. that was the only time you can see highlights from every yes. single game from the day before now you can oh, see yeah, highlights and, and instantaneously and for- on your phone. While we're being old men on the block here for a minute, like I always remember the ten minute ticker was such a big deal watching games as a kid. Like you were oh my NBC. god, yeah. Every ten minutes they'd you'd update put up the, the 10 scores. Minute, only way you knew the scores, you'd be like, yeah. "All right, the Raiders are up ten ten nothing," and then ten minutes later, you're like, "The Raiders are down twenty one ten. What oh happened?" God. And you have no idea. Like you, there was no internet, children, for me to go look it up and just be. We went from a world where I had to walk to the store and have to wait every ten minutes to now I get tweets when somebody drops a, a pass and practice like the the coverage the ability to really connect to your favorite team is yeah. so much different now yeah. and i think that's part of why people overreact to everything because you're being fed information that you know 25 30 years ago you didn't even have access to how guys were at practice or what the teams were doing you, half the fans didn't even know their gm's names you that, know, that was that was different does that erode fan local fandom like in a big think, way So I think what it does is it – I think – and this is a – and I can only use my Raiders experience, but I I talk to a lot of people from Oakland about this all the time. What I think we have to understand is that because sports are more global now, the connection with the organization isn't always a connection with the city – and the local fandom doesn't necessarily understand that sometimes. Like, you can be an Eagles fan in today's world and have nothing to do with Philadelphia. And that's right. weird for Philly people because, like, it, it just it resonates different. And as I told everybody in my life growing up, I grew up an L.A. Raiders fan that became an Oakland Raiders fan that is now a Vegas Raiders fan. And if they move to San Antonio in 10 years, I'll be a San Antonio Raiders fan. Like, for me, the, the memory of the organization was about, you know, me and my, my dad watching games. Games together, it was right. it was never about the city of Oakland. So that's I think that's a diff- difficult part. Like the A's, wherever they end up moving, you know, OK, 
okay, there, there's going to be a bunch of fans that flock to it that are just fans of a brand, and that's a much different world where it's not it's not the city, it's the brand that resonates with a lot of these fans. Hmm. It's interesting. We'll discuss that. I also have a bunch of NFL uh, kind of what ifs that I want to get to. So I, I'm curious to see what you guys think about that. We got lots to do. We're the fellas hanging right here on Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now, who's that, Shay? That's your co-host. Uh, yeah, that's the band Perry. We actually uh, got to uh, we got to play that uh, not only on on the recordings. But I gotta also tell you, that's Rock you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I well, love singing, that. But yeah, no, not saying it, but yeah. No, I know, <laughs> Perry. I, I, <laughs> You're dumb. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, we got to uh, got to play the tree lighting at Rockefeller when that came out. So that was like one of those cool moments that you spend all those years watching and seeing the, the tree, but then you get to do the actual tree lighting. At, like you're, really I, cool. it's amazing to me, like how you are such an like, I'm such a fan of it. The, the uh, dude, coolest, you got a great talent, man. You're amazing. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, the the coolest Christmas thing was, you know, the ABC family always does those like 25 days of Christmas things, and uh, this has been probably I think it was probably 2012. I don't know, but we had the 25 days of Christmas song one year, so we had to do this like whole 25 That's days awesome. of Christmas, and so like all all Christmas you would hear it come on TV every time they were playing the movies. I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I gotta tell you, that is so cool, man. Well, it's so so cool. That's fantastic. Oh, I gotta tell. I'm I'm just impressed. So forgive me sometimes if I uh, if I wander into that world because I like I see how you're like you you lived in that big time you know music world, and I've never I've ne- that's the one world I've never really you know, I've done a lot in film and TV, but. Obviously, sports, but never done the music thing. So the music thing's so interesting to me. No, no. Well, and and it's funny because I have some friends that are actors and everything, but I've never really been around the 
the movie world. So I find the movie like it is funny how all of us, uh, the, whatever the hole is in the experience is the one that you're like, oh, that's awesome. You know what I mean? So yeah. I always look at some. I love your that, stories, man. Oh, thanks, man. No, I, that, like I look at guys that have like the or, or girls that have the EGOT, you know, the uh, Emmy, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Uh, that That's such a, a wild and very yeah, talk about a triple level. crown, like, man. That's God, unbelievable. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. We're the fellas, and uh, we're coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your uh, motorcycle, your RV, your boat, your ATV, whatever you have, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. Figus, you want to uh, take it away, and then we're going to – Get into real Fugazi NFL. All right, sure. We'll uh, start with the NBA. Jalen Bronson was real on Friday night. He made all nine of his three-pointers, 50 points He's for the Knicks. He's a ball player, man. It's Something amazing else. how, yeah. Kind of wow. came out of nowhere. One of those Nova guys, right? Yeah, yep. 139 to 122 uh, was the final score for the Knicks getting the victory over the Suns, who lost Bradley Beal again. Uh, this time turned his ankle, left in the first quarter. No update on his status. He's missed so much time already this season. Uh, Suns have lost four of their last five games. Jason Tatum scored 30 points for the Celtics. They beat Orlando 128-111. to San Antonio back on the board. They snapped an 18-game losing streak. They beat the Lakers 129-115. to 35 points and four block shots for Joel Embiid as Detroit lost their 22nd straight, this time to Philadelphia 124 124- to 92. College football Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers is going to transfer to the University of Washington. Some injury news out of the NFL. Davis Mills likely to start a quarterback for the Texans this weekend against Tennessee as C.J. Stroud is doubtful with the concussion. Commanders running back Brian Robinson has been ruled out against the Rams with a hamstring injury. Also, Buffalo will be without safety Micah Hyde and defensive end A.J. Epinesa against the Cowboys. Back to the fellas. All right, that's us, fellas, as we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And don't forget Progressive Insurance because Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. And you can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. All right. Let me uh, play a little real or fugazi NFL edition. So the Chargers finally woke up. How long have we been talking about Brandon Staley and how terrible he is, Figgy? Uh, from here, i say maybe halfway through his first season as the head coach. Oh. The first time he went for it on fourth and one, backed up on his own 12-yard line probably. Oh, my God. The worst. The absolute worst. Anyway, he's out. So, real Fugazi – the best man for that job resides in New England, and his uh, name is Bill Belichick. And the best thing for Belichick would be for the Patriots to move on and Belichick to get some sunshine in SoCal with a quarterback like Herbert for his second act, or really third act if you count Cleveland. Real Fugazi Fitzy. Fugazi, because, uh, I mean, we keep talking about Belichick like he's a, a savior wherever he goes. He's a great coach. 
But is he going to get control of the roster too? Like, are we going to let? Like, is this going to be some magical combination? Keep in mind that there are great things about the Chargers roster, which is Justin Herbert. There are problems with the Chargers roster too, though. They're they're up against it on the salary cap. Uh, Keenan Allen's not young. Austin Eckler's not young. They've got some spots in there that they need to sort of reapproach when they get into the draft. I think it's going to take a second to rebuild some of it, and they've got some big name talent that hasn't necessarily worked out for them. That they've got to make some contract decisions on so I think as much as everybody keeps talking about because Herbert is there it's the most uh, it's going to be the most coveted job I, I don't know that it is frankly I think it's going to take a little bit of work to actually rebuild some of the things around Herbert who's now getting paid right so in my mind uh, if you're if you're taking it as Belichick then you're going to rip this thing apart and rebuild it which is a three or four year process for a 71 year old coach that hasn't done a good job of building the roster he has right now in New England so I hate it for both sides frankly i do think it's a great job because you have a franchise quarterback and potentially a top five pick i think it is number five right now and could actually move up at that point in time but for the other reasons i think bill belichick has not has really struggled especially in recent years from a talent evaluation standpoint i still think he's a good coach the problem is you can't get the coach and not get the general manager part of it one i don't think he'd sign off on that and two even if he did what general manager in the NFL has enough clout to not be intimidated by Bill Belichick if he says, I want X player or Y player? I don't see Bill Belichick taking a back seat saying, yeah, I'll just coach and let somebody else be the general manager and I'm going to listen to him. I just don't think that setup is going to work. If Bill well, Belichick is going to be your head coach, it's not he's going like to want to be in charge. I mean, think about this for a second, Chris, because Andy Reid has this in Kansas City. Now, look, Andy's still Andy, right? But Andy lets Brett Veach do his stuff. And, like, he says, he listens, he goes, he's got the power. Like, I, I really, the only time that I'm sure that he'll ever kind of step in is if he feels really, really strong about something. And in which case, you still want Belichick's eyes. He may not be the best GM right now. I agree with you guys. But it, when it comes to the big, you know, 50,000 feet decision, he still has you know, incredible NFL eyes, no? As a head coach and as a defensive play caller, sure. Well, he put together a roster for a long time that was great. For a long time. That's your, That's the yeah. point. He's now 71, like Fitz mentioned. And yeah, we're, but, a long, but, we're, but we're a ways saying, removed from the Patriots being relevant. When's, okay, so, like, but there's a difference. Real quick, let me just finish this, and I just want to get you guys. If I'm not saying that he has to build the roster 0 to 53, right? But being the, you know, consigliere, big 50,000-foot, let me weigh in on certain things, there's a difference, right? Like, you know, you got holes that you may not see or you may not care to see at 71, but your overall philosophy still works. But you're also assuming that he's going to be willing to do that. Yeah, does it still work? I mean, because whatever's happening in New England is his fault. At some level, like every single coach that's come in the the doors there has been his decision. Every single player is his decision, right? So whatever this disaster of a 3-10 and ten season is, is, you know, it, it's not like he was forced to draft Mac Jones. That was his decision, right? So it, when, when you make every single decision and all of a sudden it goes as bad as it's gone for New England over the last few years, then you have to start questioning, okay, is it just if you miss this? Because everybody misses sometimes. Or is yeah, it that well, he's lost his fastball? Yeah, that's I, tough to gauge. I, I, it is and it isn't. I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't think you wake up one day and you're stupid. Like, I just, that makes no sense to me. Like, I, I get 
Mac Jones was a disaster, right? I, well, that. He also had Matt Patricia be his offensive coordinator. I don't think that was the smartest decision. Yeah, and Andy Reid once upon a time had Juan Castillo be his defensive coordinator, and he came as his offensive line coach. Yeah, yeah I and then so Andy Reid went on to win two Super Bowls after that. I, it, but it's not any one of these things with Belichick of late. It no. is all of them combined, right. and I agree no, with you. My only point like, is, like, yeah, you're, you're like, yeah, I agree. The quarterback is a disaster, and, I, and all around the league, half the league, you get caught in the wrong quarterback. You're, what are you going to do? You made a mistake. So, but let, take the quarterback out of the equation and ask ourselves this: How many players starting for the New England Patriots today would start for the San Francisco 49ers? Like, how many players on the Patriots today would start for the Eagles? How many players on the Patriots listen, today a, would start I, for the Cowboys? Like, I mean, it's not again, they, they went the from being it's a Super Bowl. Roster. They went from being a, you know, dynasty to being a bad team. So, I listen, I certainly agree that the, the roster is not defensively. They're not a bad football team defensively. <clears throat> they're, they're a bad football team offensively. They have no quarterback, and they have no skill people other than Ramondre. Right? Would you right. guys agree? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. You know, they have an aging tight end. Like, where he's messed up is he hasn't built his offense. His defense is good. He made the mistake of trying to build defense before offense, and that's that's killed him. I just don't believe you just wake up dumb. That's my only point. Well, no, I, don't, I don't believe you wake up dumb, but I do believe that you can get stubborn. You can lose some of the people around you that, like, I, I mean, how often do we see in general in life people ascend to a certain spot of power and they lose perspective on needing sort of people to help keep them in check? They need, they need other voices to help them. It doesn't mean that you become dumb. It's just like those little variables can make a substantial difference in my mind, you know, for, for, where, for, for where your success from, comes from. Yeah, and to go back to the original question, so if the question is he's the he's the head coach that the Chargers need, I don't know if I would say that's the case. I would say that's Fugazi. Is he a, is he still a good head coach? I don't. I think he is, but right. with everything that comes with him, I don't know if I would necessarily say he is the court. He is the the head coach that the Chargers need right now. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, real Fugazi, man, that was one. We got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot more. Real Fugazi. The head coach that the Washington Commanders need is in Ann Arbor. And the perfect coach is Jim Harbaugh to redo the Commanders after he wins a national championship and go head-to-head with his brother just miles down the road. I'm not going to let that one sneak by, by the way, after he wins a national championship. Well, I mean, I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> I just throw, um, Actually, I think Alabama could beat them. Will beat, could, could beat them. Uh, yeah. I think they will. I don't think yeah, I'm, I'm going to be close. Both underdogs. I'm yeah, both I, underdogs. I, I do too. I, I like. Actually, it's funny you said that because I, I was looking at this bowl pool, right? Yep. And I'm like, I like Bama. I like Bama to win it. Mm-hmm. To win it all. Anyway. Mm. I, yeah, uh, we'll, I, I'm just, I, I'm just that, creating the yeah. scenario that no, no, he no, wins. I, Sure. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think it is. I think it's real that wherever he goes, he will have some success because he always does. So while it may not last, if you are, if you need your franchise to figure out how to turn things around and turn it around quickly, he's done that in the past. So I think it is real 
that he could turn them around, but I also think he's going to have options. And I think if we're being if we're being real about it, I think he can do better than Washington. But I think if that's where he settled, if the, if the commander settled with him, then uh, I say settle. If they settle on him, if they, if he becomes their decision, I, I think they're better off for it. So I'll go real. I'll say Fig. real because I, yeah. I I do think he will make a huge difference, and there are some elements there. I know it might not look like it for a lot of people, but I think he would add an element of toughness to the team, and he'd help them turn things around. I actually think he's a better fit for the Chargers personally. You talk about a team that lacks some toughness. They have a quarterback already in place. They haven't been able to run the ball a lick, and you know he'd be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. So I think yeah. he's a better fit with the Chargers, but I do think he will be a good fit with Washington. So I would say real. Uh, agree that like well, I think the Chargers are a better job. One hundred percent commanders, right? No so, doubt. The only thing is this: the only thing that's that makes Washington. This is a great question that we we just stumbled on too. I think I take Washington over the Chargers, only because the Chargers don't matter. That's a franchise that just is. Doesn't matter. It's might as well be in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Whereas if I redo the Commanders, I got a, I still have a fan base that will, would love me, would flock, would, would be energized. What are you energizing in, in Los Angeles? With the Fugazi team. Well, I do think winning also, would matter to a certain degree. I mean, did the New England Patriots matter before Bill Belichick, Belichick got there? And even Bill Parcells yeah, a few years before him? Like, they're boss. They were they, sure, they but they were an irrelevant, terrible franchise for many years. Agreed. Before those guys came in. But there's no fan base there. Well, you have to build one. If you're a new team coming in, it was going to take time. And certainly putting a winning product on the field will certainly well, fast-track that. Like the... See, I don't think I, I don't think you'll ever build a fr- I don't think that it will ever matter. I think it will eventually. It's just going to take a while. Uh, look, we got to go to break. I'll just tell you that you've identified the jobs, but neither of them are the best job, and none of them are the best job for Harbaugh. That's all I'm going to say. There's a better job out there for all right, well, well, league, we'll, we'll discuss for it. We got lots. Of, we we may have to do real for Gates for the whole hour next next hour. My God, this goes too fast, fellas. Right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Wow. It's your guy. Buble. Yeah, see, I'm out. Like, he's... If I want to go that route, I, I'd rather go with Dean or or Johnny Mathis. If I want to go old school, Did I mean I- Sinatra, Dean. Also, whatever Bublé's doing, Harry Connick Jr. does better. So I'm just, I'm just there's there's a ton out there. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. It's just he stinks. like he's he's fine. It's just you know. Fine is all I can give him. That's all I've ever said. He's fine, but Anthony just wants to like you know throw him off of a cliff. He stinks. He stinks. <laughs> like he stinks. He's closer he's to stink out. than he is to great. Yeah. I don't yeah, disagree he's... with that either. By the way. Yeah. You know who he is. He's Josh McCown. <laughs> <laughs> he gets around, <laughs> but not that great. He's, he gets around, yeah, a lot, like, but not he, that great. Right, he stinks. Like, he's, does, this is what he is. Like, he's does, fake me out. Does your wife like him, Ant? Nah, she don't like She's him. She's the same, too. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I feel like more women like Michael Buble than men. So, I mean, I can understand that. But, huh. I mean, I... I just I think know. he stinks. I'm, you know, I, 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 you know, he's fake me out. He just reminds me of a like a like a bad Vegas act doing that time of the, doing the throwback. I, I'm sorry. I just That's kind of how I feel. Uh, fellas brought to you by Discover Card Debit. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can. Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account. Rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out eligibility in terms. Discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. So uh, give me. You, you teased it, Fitzy. You said the best job is in D.C. or Washington, or is it uh, D.C. or the Chargers? What do you got? It's Chicago. It's the Bears. Like, because the Bears have flexibility. They have a ton of money to spend. Uh, the Bears have a division that right now, you can't tell me the coaches don't look around. Like, if I'm looking at the Chargers job or the Raiders job, and I'm saying, well, great, I get to join the fraternity of taking on Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, or I can, if that doesn't work for you, I can take on Sean Payton. Like, that's that's a juggernaut. You, If you look at uh, the Bears, you're looking at a Lions team that's still trying to figure out how to be great. You're looking at a Packers team that has some question marks and a Vikings team that looks like it's it's good, not great, right? So you have opportunity there. You have a ton of cap space and you have two picks in the top 10 of the draft no matter how this whole thing shakes out plus the number one pick. So you get the opportunity walking in knowing that uh, there's very little chance that uh, Carolina will find is, themselves Is that job the definitely going to be open? Uh, it, wouldn't you think? I mean, there's some, there's some, dude, there's some current doubt, depending on how they finish here, that uh, he might he might survive if lose. See, uh, here's the thing: you can't. They're playing do good football. I'm telling you, dude. They're playing good football. Yeah, but they're five and eight. Like it's it doesn't point, matter. You're, if you you can rescue your season, you think they're going to rescue their season? Like, I, dude, uh, I, mean, I I'm telling you, I, I I the tape doesn't lie, right? So now I you know I'm watching this stuff every day. Baldy and I breaking this breaking this stuff down. 
their defense is legit. First of all, the the the, the Washington made the worst move ever by just giving away Montez Sweat. Yeah, that I was agree. weird yeah. to me. And I and agree. the Lions, what are the Lions doing? The Lions should have traded for Montez Sweat. I would agree with that also. I I I imagine if you have Montez Sweat on the other side of Hutchinson. Well, especially as much as their uh, pass rush has been struggling recently, too. Yes. But if you if you are sitting with this year, with the top pick in the draft, you have to answer one question. And that one question is simple. Do I have the coach in the room that will make this quarterback, that most people, whether it's Drake May or who, Caleb Williams, depending on which person you talk to, you have the closest thing you can have to a can't-miss first overall pick at quarterback. you got to make sure you got the right person in the room. I, I I disagree with you guys when it comes to keeping Fields. I think Fields has trade value somewhere. I don't if like I can Fields. reset the market. No, I, yeah, figure doesn't like yeah, I don't yeah, want to keep him. Figure the only like. thing, and I agree with everything you're saying as far as Harbaugh being a fit with Chicago, the only reason he wouldn't be is a guy named Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren was the Big Ten commissioner, and he hated Jim Harbaugh when he was at yeah, Michigan. When he was the Big Ten commissioner, and they now look amends can be made for sure, but I don't know if that's going to happen. That's a, that's a tough one. To, that's a tough one to mend between those two. And he's the president of the Bears now. Yes, yeah, that's a great point, Vic. That's a great point. All right, when we come back, I, I just want to dive into Fields for a second because it is interesting. Because the other aspect is, I could turn around my entire franchise with one trade. So let, let's discuss it. Where, where the fellas hanging? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy, happy, happy Saturday, December the 16th. It's a Fox football Saturday, an NFL Saturday, beginning of the bowl season, daybreak here on the East Coast, 7 a.m., 4 a.m. in the West, as we broadcast live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there on Matt Selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000. Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fellas, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save, Progressive.com. Fellas, and uh, lots of stuff to do. We've been all over the place talking uh, all kinds of things at like college football, Shohei Otani, uh, the Chargers. I mean, you name it, the bowl season. And we're going to continue Christmas songs. We're going to go through it all. But I, I, we got on something, and we'll get back to real for Gazy NFL edition. But we got on something uh, at the end of the segment about the Bears. And... I think the Bears are playing good football, man. Like, you, they're playing better than the Lions are. You remember they just beat them, and uh, a couple weeks before that, they had them on the ropes. They're up twenty-six to fourteen. Detroit came back and won. They're playing a lot better football. Fields looks good. Now, I completely understand. Where Figgy and where Fitzy and Figgy are when it comes to it, and they go, "Look, you got Caleb Williams, and you got your here. You go, you got your quarterback, Chicago, forever, right? Needed a quarterback." But let me throw this at you guys: if you got the pick, and you can turn that pick into just a, a booty of all booties. Right? Like a queen booty. 
you could turn that into. And you're going to turn around your franchise. Multiple picks in return. Players, whatever you really want, you can get. And you still got a quarterback that I still think is on the ascent. Uh, He's played much better. Now, is he the complete package as a thrower? Nah, he reminds me uh, of Cam Newton who made the news a little bit. You know, he's a dynamic player. If you could just, if he can grow a little more, you know, you might, you still might have something. You're going to get a lot in return. What do you do? Are you going to say, forget it, I'm going to change the coach, I'm going to go get the quarterback, and that's it? Or do you maybe hold on and you now look and try to turn that pick into a huge score and then build your team that way? Fitzy? If I had the first pick in the draft as the Chicago Bears, I'd turn my phone off. I wouldn't even listen. And it doesn't matter what the offer is. And I agree with you, it would be a historic offer. In fact, as a Raiders fan, if you told me that the Raiders traded the next three years first-round draft picks and more to move up to the first overall pick, I got no problem with it. Because, frankly, in this league, you got a quarterback, you got a chance. And if you hit it at the quarterback position, you're set for 15 years. And while Justin Fields has played pretty good, this, uh, this is always the worst thing you can have as a franchise is a pretty good quarterback. Because then every year you're trying to figure out, do you have what you need to be great? And you're going to have to eventually pay that pretty good quarterback better than pretty good money. To me, if I got a shot at you know the, the comps I've heard repeatedly, the next Andrew Luck, if that's what you want to believe, uh, hopefully wow plays longer but if I got the, sh- the shot at the next Andrew Luck if I got the shot at the next Patrick Mahomes if that's if that's how I view the first overall quarterback in this year's draft and remembering that we so don't think see Caleb is the level, next Mahomes I uh, man I, I talked to three different people last week that said first overall pick is going to be Drake May like there, there are people that are higher on Drake May than Caleb at this I point. heard like, that too I, so, but, but, but I think it's May, one in one think a Drake I, May is Patrick Mahomes no, I think Drake May, though, is, is – I think Drake May, he's the one that I've gotten the Andrew Luck – twice I've gotten the right. Andrew Luck comp to Drake May. And if I can get Andrew Luck – Yeah, I, I, I think that's crazy. I, I Listen, I like Drake May, don't get me wrong, but he's not he's, – he, Luck coming out of Stanford, Luck was the top prospect the year before. Like, he was Peyton Manning. Like, you could see it. Drake May is has got a lot of potential, and he can very well be a great NFL quarterback. But he's not what Luck was. Luck was a lock. And if not for injuries, he would have been, would have been Peyton Manning. That's interesting. I talked to somebody earlier this week who said that Jaden Daniels might be taken before Drake May, and he might be Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah, I heard. Uh, so I got the Jaden. I got Jaden taken before Caleb Williams. Wow, this week. Somebody. <laughs> these guys like, are all so, over the place. Yeah, so we're all <laughs> over the place with it. But I, I mean, I, I think we can all. I, I hear you because when you talk about the fact that Drake May hasn't been in the same category as Andrew Luck, but it feels like right now where everybody is with him is in that category. It, it feels. Uh, I for what it's worth. I think this year, if you were picking first in the draft, you can't screw it up. You, I, honestly, I don't think you can screw it up. All right. And I, I think all they're right. all better than I think. I think Caleb and Drake are better than Fields. Is that, listen, they may be, all right? They may be. Right now, they may be better. A, look at the return you're going to get, okay? The lesson of the past is you build your team 
on those kinds of historic trades. You build it way back in the day, the the Herschel Walker trade, right, that right. set the Cowboys up for life up until the modern era. That like you you have those moments where you can get a huge score of a deal. I I, I mean it's it's there and the other lesson is look at where the quarterbacks come from. Your boy Brock Purdy, whom you were right on, was Mister Irrelevant. Look at where these quarterbacks are coming from. Look where Dak was taken. Look where go through it. The number one overall pick. How many times those quarterbacks? pan out and how many times they're a flop if you're looking don't go go on Fitz. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying when you pick first you eliminate the variable like everything else is a variable who 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 can pick ahead of you who's going to go where who you might take you you take a flyer on a quarterback will levis was a second round flyer right like I, i'm all in for taking flyers on quarterbacks over and over and over again if you are in a year where you are picking first you don't have to take a flyer. You get like an actual choice on who you want. There is such power to having a – I don't disagree with everything you're saying in principle. And if it was anybody other than and, – and if it was last year where, frankly, nobody could really agree on who was going to be great out of this. Like there were a lot of conversations about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, but there were a lot of yeah buts on them. There aren't yeah buts at all on, on the guys that we're talking about now. Like if the biggest yeah but you can give me on Caleb Williams is that he might have a hard time relating with other players because – because he paints his fingernails, I don't give a dang about that, right? Like, so I think if you start looking at these two quarterbacks that we're talking about as the top two, and maybe Jaden ascends into this as a top three, uh, man, I, I, yeah, I think we're I, in this I know spot where Daniels is getting steamed. He's getting steamed. People, yeah. I, listen, I, you also I, I like all three of them, and I love Caleb Williams. I love Caleb. I, I love him. But my only point to you, though, is history has shown you that. The number one overall pick doesn't mean you're getting the lock. No, but I mean, if you also just look at ceilings on players, I mean, if you look at what is the ceiling on Justin Fields, do you think he's going to be some sort of all-pro, all-world quarterback, or is he always going to be someone who needs a special type of offense centered around his particular talents? He's going to be a run-first guy. He's going to be susceptible to injury. What's the ceiling for him versus what the ceiling is for Caleb Williams? And the ceiling for Caleb Williams is so much higher. And you know what he can, what he potentially can be. Now, granted, it is potential. He hasn't played a single snap. I understand that. But I've seen three years of Justin Fields, and I feel like to a certain degree I've probably seen him at his best or pretty close to it. And based on what all the I scouts are saying, based on what I've seen. He's playing his best right now. And his best right now is not as good, but it's nothing spectacular. Okay. It's not knocking I, your I'm, socks not, off. I'm not telling you that he's Mahomes, right? I'm right. not tell, sitting there telling you that. But they're telling well, you Caleb tell, Williams can be Mahomes. He's still a young – okay, yeah, he could be. But if I could trade that pick and turn my franchise over, because you know what else the Bears need? They need a line. Yeah. yeah but they could address I that mean, line like, with no, their actual like, pick. Like, they correct. have the sixth pick in the draft. They yeah. can get one of the tackles at no, the no, sixth no, pick No, no, you're missing draft. my point. You're, you're, you're missing my point, which is it, you can re shape, restock everything. You're also assuming they're going to hit on all these picks, yeah, too, because I can go back you, to the, the trade that John Gruden made where all these first-round picks with uh, Amari Coopers and all that, and one of those guys panned out. One. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, but so you, you, can get you, a you can't argue with me that you're going to build, you're not, that you, you built through the draft. Of course you do. No, I'm just okay. going to argue. So I'm my point is, the the day, but, since but you're it, building through the draft, if you're going to give me a booty of all, and again, now I, my 
here, here, my pretense is that I'm getting multiple ones, twos, and whatever a player I want. Like, I'm going to get a huge return. That's going to reshape my franchise. That's why I'm like – Potentially. But but I'm going to take the other side of it and say I can have a great team with Derek Carr as the quarterback or I can have a team with 100 flaws with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback. And if I have Patrick Mahomes, I have a chance. I will keep taking – I will keep rolling the dice every year to try and get a great quarterback other than before I want to be stuck with a quarterback that's middle third. The worst place you can be in as a franchise is when you have a quarterback that's in the middle third. Oh, that you still mean like Brock Purdy? That still justifies $40 million uh, You in mean like Brock money. Purdy? I mean, Brock's because like, not- here, here's the thing. I went into it. I'm San Francisco, and I'm stocked everywhere, right? And I go into it with Jimmy G, and I come out with, with Purdy. And uh, I come back with it, and I go, look. Look what I found. I got a diamond. So that's one, that is one example. So I agree with you. San Francisco played chess in the way they built that whole roster. It was beautiful. They were patient at the quarterback position. Then they took a stab at the quarterback well, position. Well, they built their it didn't team because right, that's what, the that's other what I'm thing. saying. Like they did, For they every didn't. Mahomes, there's 50 other teams that tried to get Mahomes and might have gotten someone close to him, but they couldn't protect him. And this league is built. It's built on a line. You need to have a, an offensive line and a defensive line. Otherwise, Bears, you got which nothing. The Bears can literally don't have in this play. draft. The, the Bears well, don't have to trade a bounty. They have the sixth pick, according to Tankathon, right now. They'll get one of the two top tackles in the entire draft process, and there are dude, three or four. Can there's you imagine, starters right there. They can get a guard in the trade second pick, round, and you're going to you're going to walk away with franchise changing draft of over years to come. Like you'll have three years. Where you'll be loaded for bear, and 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 also it gives you all kinds of maneuverability. That if you go, you know what, Fields isn't working out. Like Figgy's right, Fields stinks. Well, I'm loaded. My cupboard is is overflowing, and I can trade for the guy next year or the year after that. And I've already built my team. That all of that presumes that that equity hits you in a year where you have more equity than anybody else, and that there's a Drake May available or a Caleb Williams in the draft. Like Dude, what? What happens? History. When you re- I'm telling you, look at where quarterbacks are coming from. They're not all. They're not. In fact, most of them are out of the first round, or or after pick fifteen. So if you were the Bengals and you had the chance to trade all of your picks a couple of years ago and get a huge bounty but not get Joe Burrow, you doing it? No, nah, you're taking Joe Burrow. Like This is not complicated because of the quarterbacks. It is complicated. If this, if this, if this, wasn't, if this wasn't a great quarterback class, then yeah. you know, if these weren't great quarterbacks at the top, uh, I, I think that it, through all of this, the Bears can do both. They can still address the offensive line needs that they have. And, and frankly, what they don't want to get stuck with is this great, uh, like I said earlier, and yes, Brock Purdy is a really good example from one organization that did it the right way. I don't disagree with any of that, but in, in in the modern NFL, you better be ready to compete with the best of the best of the quarterbacks. And yeah, when the and best and of the best might go, be right there. Ah, oh, he's can't miss. Drake Mays can't miss. And so is Jaden Daniels. And they turn out to be Bryce Young.
When's the last time, though, like seriously, when's the last time we sat there and said, going into the draft, wow, this guy is incredible, you can't miss at the quarterback position, and oh, they missed on, with the first I mean, overall every, pick. Every with the first draft, overall pick. No. It's filled with superlatives, and this guy is going to be the next that guy. Those guys get pumped no, up all the time. But legitimately, Bryce, Bryce Young was doubted. Kyler Murray was doubted. Baker Mayfield was Listen, doubted. Uh, uh, all of them Bryce were doubted. Because of his size, he absolutely yep. was. He wasn't doubted as the, as a top prospect. He no, was oh top yeah, prospect. He absolutely like, was. No, no he absolutely was. They were like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, is he small? But wait, he can move. Just like he can find windows, easily throwing windows. Come on. Man, no, I, I was covering the draft last year. Tra- we go back the, and look at the draft grades that Carolina we, got for taking Bryce Young. We, I remember we reading said, them. We sat there. Uh, I mean, I had weeks of conversations leading up, and I did a draft broadcast where Field Yates sat next to me and said, "Man, I don't know. The size is going to be an issue." Like that was a real. Listen, and, we all we said about the size, but we all also said I read numerous, numerous all the. Oh, he's can, can move. He found he finds throwing lanes, and today's league where size doesn't matter as much. Come on! And I heard I, that all day long. The, but, there, but we heard yeah. I heard yeah. Butts there, yeah. all over the place. He was same never with Kyler Murray. Miss. Same with Kyler Murray. I'm same not with Baker Mayfield. Miss, but I'm not telling you. You're saying, well, who's can't? Jay Daniels can't miss. No, no. no what I'm saying is that the way that people miss today is it? Drake May. Drake May. He's can't I miss. Get here. Okay. Yes, I'll, I'll say right. Drake May. I is think he close. can miss. Right. I mean, but the conversations I hear about Drake so May. So Drake May, you're really serious? Tell me, Drake May is Andrew Luck. Uh, yes, I will go there. Yeah, wow. fine. Andrew, I, 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 mean, I, I have, I I have don't heard see this. that a little bit. And again, the kid may turn out to be a good, uh, a, a terrific quarterback. You can't tell me he's got the resume of Andrew Luck when Andrew Luck came out. I can tell you this. I've been covering the draft since 2017. The only quarterback that I've heard questioned as little as Drake May was Joe Burrow coming out. That's the only quarterback that I've heard Dude, this I've been covering the draft since 1994. And I, I, I could give you chapter and verse of quarterbacks that were heated, heat with praise that turned out to be flops. I, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. I, again, I, I don't see where. So, First so of all, if that's, Drake but if May wasn't even the top quarterback this year. It was Caleb Williams for all the entire year up until recently where Drake May's gotten steam. I, I, Andrew I Luck had it any of that. for two straight years. I, I it was Andrew Luck. Then. I don't disagree with any of that, but first and foremost, that was during a non-transfer portal era where one year now has more sustenance than it did then. And second, I, like frankly, you know, you know what every- makes a good quarterback? And I'm going to tell you what makes a good quarterback: experience. Do you know why you're? And you were right about Brock Purdy. I'm telling you, I have times I'm going to tell you this that you were right about him. He started 59 games at Iowa State. And that sort of quarterback, that sort of experience translates because he's not afraid of pressure. When I watch, when I break down Purdy tape, I see a guy whose eyes are always down the field. And that's what you were correct on. You were, that's what, and listen, he's got a great coach and a, and a guy that knows how to build an offense. And my only point to you is when we're talking about quarterbacks, you got to make sure in a one in a, in a year where you can move and you talk about portals and everything else, you better make sure that they have played a lot of games and that they. I, I covered the draft of '99 
and everybody fell in love with Achilles Smith, who had a year and change of experience, and he was a freaking disaster. And every one of those quarterbacks in the great quarterback class, it's going to be the quarterback class of 1982, which was that Marino and all those, Kelly and all those other guys. And they all turned out to be flops except for McNabb. So that's my only question of caution is don't ignore the past when it comes to the present. We'll come right back. Great stuff, boys. Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Uh, I, I got to ask you, Fitzy, Johnny Mathis, where is he at for you? I mean, he's somewhere in that that top range, right? Like he's top bracket. Like he's a goat, he's, right? He, he's one of the goats. He's top yeah. five, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He's in that. The, and there's some time. This is a curiosity. You tell me if you feel the same way. It's amazing to me. I keep mentioning Sinatra, but like uh, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin uh, at Christmas time. That is ninety percent of what I want to listen to uh, when I put it on. The question is like, why in in February, March, it's still gray and cloudy? Like, why am I not putting like old Sinatra? Maybe you are because you're because you're like you're, you're refined. But like, I I need to find a way year round to like dim the lights, get a little Sinatra in my life. Like, I think it would I think it would change my my winter perspective and bring me a little more joy. You know, it's funny. Um, that was my parent. Like, my father, like, he was a Sinatra guy. So, I, I like, I, I you know, it's, you're right. I hate January and February. I, I hate, I hate those months. As soon as the holidays are over, it's the worst. Like, because then, then, like, I'm the, I, I'm weird in that I hate the NFL playoffs because it means the NFL's over. Mm. And then we, we dwindle down. And they're like, I, I poor Figgy, I just bent his ear all the time. I'm like, oh, I hate it. Because now we go from, you know, the full slate to like, you know, we got, you know, four games, and two games, Super Bowl, it's over. 
Like I hate this is yeah. my f- least favorite time of the year is January and February. Yeah, it comes February to, is the does, worst month because yeah. you don't want to see the best of the best play each other in the playoffs. He's looking forward to that uh, that Titans uh, that Titans game today is what it is on Sunday. You're right, <laughs> that full slate of mediocre games at one p.m. Eastern Correct. time. That's what he wants. Because here's yeah, well, the thing. I mean, some people prefer here's a buffet. Like today, we get a buffet. <laughs> Correct, and here's the thing: because you know the snark, uh, gourmet buffet. I don't want the Sizzler. I mean, come you on. Know. I, I can't. I, I it, January means it's over. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously you're right. It's oh, it's a great, you know, but it's over. Then what are you doing at, at the end of February? You're doing nothing. You're going through the scouting combine and getting ready yeah. for the draft, brother. Yeah. Like, see, the thing is, the season usually ends for my fandom by about week eight, week nine, when you start to realize your team sucks. So at least after you get through everybody else winning stuff that matters, then you can start the real joy, which is looking ahead to the future, why it's not going to be as bad. It's amazing how this is just a whole What about the games, cycle. though? The Same games, like the games and the ga- when you st- they stop playing the games – it's the enjoyment stuff. Like I love the draft stuff and all, but the guy like the games more. Yeah, I mean the underwear Olympics bring me hope. That's all I have. That's all I, oh, have. I got you. Oh, I got you. No, but you're right. Like there's there is a weird. I think that's part of where March Madness really uh, helps fill a void for all of us too. Is like at least it gives you a little bit there that you can get into. So you know, but I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Like maybe if I just put on a little bit of like old school Sinatra in the middle of January and. Just you know, sat down with a nice uh, glass of wine or I something. I could see you with like, sweater on, dude, yeah, up oh, in yeah. Connecticut. Yeah, there's, cigar. There's, like, like I could see you doing that fireplace. One uh, fellas from the Tyrac.com <laughs> studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. So you get your mood out of music oh for sure I, yeah i get my mood out of movies so i'll watch a good movie like i got or tv series or whatever and i'll feel uh, that brings me that is, i can escape through that are you a are you because you have such a background with the medium like my favorite just Cat, my favorite thing to do to just like hang out for myself is to go to the movies. Absolutely. So like that is like I'd rather go to the movies than a concert any day because I go to a concert. Really? I'm analyzing everything the whole time I'm looking. Oh yeah, at that's all of your it. That, that, like, that's yeah, your like, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I got my you. brain never yeah. shuts off. I yeah. love going to the movies. So like for you, are you a movie theater movie guy or are you just a sit at home and and watch here with the fam sort of movie guy? Nah, I, I'm with you. Like a the theater is the best. I, I mean, just now I just don't have no time to do it. When you got kids and all that stuff, it's rare. The last movie I saw in the theater was Oppenheimer. So that was a ways away, a ways back. Yeah, that still feels pretty recent, though. I feel like I feel like that's recent enough. Like it's not like it was last yeah, but I, year. I wanted to see Killers of Flower Moon in the theater. I didn't. Uh, I had a bunch of friends go see that, but I did not go see it in the theater yet. Like a movie like that is is really hard for me. Like that's where I'm I'm torn because you know I'm, I, I I make no bones about it. One of the few things that I splurged on, I got a big TV, right? So I got a nice big TV. So if I'm going to sit at home, do I just want to watch my nice big TV to see a movie like that? Well, if but, you have like that, you got a theater room like that. Well, I mean, I'm, theater rooms a little exaggerated, but you know, you got the 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 85 incher up there that uh, with the, with the surround sound. So like I got I got you Dude, know it's, it's awesome. You got these, it's in yeah, my face. Man, yeah, that's, the roll with that. Like, you that know. that's the you know. But there are for me. I just love the experience of going 
to the theater. Like for me, I'm all in on yeah. the, on the movie theater. I like the theater. I did no, I do. I have popcorn, like the whole bit. Like I like the I like the whole. I I, I, I mean, see the there's nothing like when you watch a movie in a theater and just get it takes you away. I mean, it's the I love it. I I agree. Fig, you still like that? In some senses, yes. But then there's the you know there's a movie like Oppenheimer, and then somebody decides to bring their four year old in there who can't sit still and start screaming. That's the part that turns me off. So. And you're kind of playing roulette when it comes to situations like that, unfortunately. So that's been my experience in I mean, I recent told you guys, years. There were, there were children at Saw 10. Right. How, do you, how do you have kids at Saw 10? Right. I don't understand. Oh, horrible God, parenting, really? obviously. It's terrible. And that's oh, yeah, the kind of stuff that you, have to, that you have to endure sometimes. Wow. Yeah, oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's... If, uh, if you want to be alone at a movie theater, go to the ones without reclining seats. <laughs> I swear, yeah. it's... I don't know. People are spoiled nowadays with the reclining seats. So whenever you go to a theater without them, it's completely empty. And that's really? how I watched Killers yeah. of the Flower Moon, which you would assume like a ton of people are trying to watch it. Well, it was literally just me and my two other friends in the entire theater. It was I was going to say, we know you didn't go by yourself. You won't even go to a football game by yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, okay, Anthony, I'm- you owe me an apology. I I went to the game. So... Big deal. This is the Browns oh, what do you game want from us a couple slow of weeks ago. Yeah. Do we have like a slow clap sound? To, to go with you. I, well, I went, and that's all that matters. I saw Joe Cool. We did, the Browns lost. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Went to the time. game. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you, and yeah. you got and you you were able to do it, right? Yeah, no, I had a, I had a great time. We did it right. I think. I would hope I did it right, but. No, it was I'm so it was proud a good time. of you for going to the local stadium to support your favorite team that only comes to town every several years. You see, I I just Dripping have good friends with sarcasm. around me. I have good Dripping. friends around me making sure I did. So yeah, that's t- that's t- all t- I t- could t- ask t- for. That's awesome. Fell is live from the Tyrac.com studios. Hey, shortly after the show, don't forget our podcast will be going up. So if you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure also to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. All right, let's take a look at today's games for a second, all right? And curious where you guys stand. So, uh, first, Minnesota-Cincinnati and are you guys believing in Browning? So let me let me just start with the obvious here. What have we seen this year so much? We see a quarterback come in, have a few great weeks, right? And everybody says, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe what this guy's doing. And then suddenly the wheels fall off completely. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I'm just basing this year alone on the fact that, like, I'm not going to redo the Josh Dobbs thing, right? Like, I'm just not. And, by the way, I, I think it's important. You mentioned watch the film. I think, you know, Dobbs has gotten an unnecessary amount of blame for some of what's gone wrong in that offense over the last uh, couple of weeks. But I, I do think that there is some hesitation for me. The more the more guys like Browning put on tape, the more they're going to have to continue to quickly evolve to what people learn to defend out of them. So I think this Browning story has been really fun. It's been amazing. But I don't know if I'm going to bank. I feel like at some point it's going to normalize, and this could be this could be the week. Fig, you believe in uh, in Jake? 
Well, as a Pac-12 guy, I guess I'm biased and say yes, but you never know. Look, uh, and, and I think Fitzy brings up a lot of good points. You know, one, the more the more and more they see of you, the more your flaws come out. So, um, I think this is kind of the week. He's playing against a Vikings defense that's playing a little bit better. Uh, now, granted, I just, love Brian Flores. I got to yeah, tell you, I love what he's doing. He that, might get some that buzz defense was again. horrible last year. Yeah, horrible, and really didn't do a whole lot personnel-wise to change anything. <laughs> to be no. honest, it was all it's really he's all a great Flores. Coach. He's a great coach. I, I love. Flowers. Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he's back in the hunt for head coaching jobs again. You know, there's issues with the NFL notwithstanding. Uh, but look, that's a big notwithstanding. But yes, yes yeah, it is. No, trust me, <laughs> I, I get it. Trust me, I get it. Yeah, I, uh, I, yes. But well, I mean, but it's also you're talking about Browning. He's going up against Nick Mullins, and yes, he had to engineer a great game-winning field goal drive against the greatness of the Raiders last Sunday. But I don't think Nick Mullins is lighting anybody on fire either. So if we're talking about just trying who's winning the game. I do think the Bengals are a better team, and I do think Browning can find a way to make enough plays to get them to get uh, to a victory. Now, whether or not he stays on fire and turns into the second coming of Brock Purdy, we'll have to see. Uh, but I, do do you have any concern though? Because this this Bengals defense is really falling off. Too, it has been right? struggling. Like, I mean, so I, I mean, I kind of feel like cousin when we when we look at this because I agree with everything Figgy just said about the game. Like I think Browning comes back to earth a little bit, but. I'm not sure that that means Cincinnati doesn't win, but I have trust issues with this Cincinnati defense right now. Well, you should, and you've seen it, right? You, you've, you saw it against Jacksonville, right? They, they, uh, I mean, last week they played well against the Colts. They give up 31 against Jacksonville. Uh, they couldn't stop the Steelers when they needed to. Right. They gave up 34 at Baltimore. So, you know, they've had some issues. I, I do like the way Browning's playing. Um, and, but I listen. I I feel you. I, I this Vikings defense is is going to be a test for him. But the Viking offense doesn't really. Look, I mean, look. If yeah. if you're not going to be able to get right or play well against a offense, you know, a Vikings offense, then you got real real serious issues. If you're Cincinnati, you know, it's one thing to get you know lit up in, against Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville or Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Minnesota with a with a backup quarterback, a backup to the backup to the backup at quarterback is, is something wholly different. And, and, and we also uh, got to figure out got how no Madison Justin Jefferson either. is. Yeah, no Madison. We got to figure out is, is Justin Jefferson genuinely healthy at this point? Like that was a heck of a hit that he took in the Raiders yes. game to the chest. And uh, you know, shout out to Epps for doing it the right way on that hit. Did not leave yes. with the crown on the helmet. Moved his body. Made sure it was a shoulder hit. Uh, I, I mean, I thought all of that was – it was very clean. But, man, wrong place, wrong time. It was a monster hit for Justin Jefferson. So let's see if he's actually healthy. Yes. Yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting. Uh, Ty Chandler will be the lead back today for Minnesota. And, look, you can run on this Bengals defense. So I'm curious to see kind of how that works. And with Mullins, you're going to have to establish a run game for sure. Um, next one, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. Two seven and six teams again. These are all seven and six teams today. It's crazy, right? Minnesota seven and six, Cincinnati seven and six, Pittsburgh seven and six, Indianapolis seven and six, Denver in the AFC will be at Detroit. They're seven and six. So Ben Roethlisberger on his podcast ripped Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. That's not Steeler football. Just to paraphrase, he ripped Tomlin for wasting timeouts. He he ripped them for not being tough enough. And they go, who's grabbing who by the face mask? Which was odd because Big Ben 
going back in the day, ripping Mike Tomlin. I, I, I was really surprised at that, Fitzy. Yeah, well, and it, it made me think of all the reports we keep seeing that, you know, I don't know why people keep trying to find a reason that Tomlin is headed out of town, but can we be clear as much as we talked about Belichick earlier, if Mike Tomlin, for any reason, were to be let go by the Steelers, it would take, I don't know, a second and a half before he gets just absolutely hit up by everybody, right? Like Tomlin would be a, a massive commodity. I think that it just feels flawed to me for people to look around and say, well, maybe, yeah, I, maybe I think he's not ridiculous. resonating. Yeah, it, I, it seems- I, I, I agree with you. Hey, let me just take a quick time. I, I can't. It's my fault. I, I mean, we just roll through these segments. We got to take a quick T.O. Let's come right back, and then I want to finish your thought, and I'm going to get Figgy on it as well. Where the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fellas from the TireRack.com studios, don't forget we're brought to you by Discover Card Debit. You like using debit over credit? Shouldn't you also get rewarded? Now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms. Discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. All right, guys, you forgive me because uh, we, we get caught in these conversations and I just lose track of time. Fitzy, uh, finish your thought about Big Ben and the Steelers. I think anytime you have legends speaking out, it resonates with the fans, and I understand that. But I also think we have to understand that not every legend that speaks out is still a part of the current locker room culture. So he might be telling one part of his perspective, but I think to to turn around and want to jump ship on Mike Tomlin for anybody right now would be absolutely wild. And and again, like I said before, and I'll I'll reiterate, sometimes you got to look at these things and say, okay – if they split, how coveted would that candidate be? And the answer to Mike Tomlin would be absolutely without question. I, I mean, he'd be the top. Uh, he'd be the top coach for virtually any job he wanted, anywhere, anytime. So it would be maddening to me and, and absolutely asinine to move on. That being said, I don't think the Steelers' offense is very good, and that's not a hot take uh, because of the quarterback situation. They just don't have a lot that I can trust. 
And the weird part about it is, even though the Colts laid an egg last week, the Colts have dynamic weapons on offense. They've been able to find a way to get involved. And I think yeah. their wide receivers are really being under-talked about this year. Pittman Downs, uh, no, it's a, it's a good point. Uh, fake, where are you at with the Steelers and Big Ben? Yeah, and I don't know if things may have necessarily ended badly with him and Mike Tomlin. I know there was the whole, you know, will they get rid of him, force him to retire the last couple of years of his career. I know that was a whole thing, but I agree with Fitzy 100%. If he gets let go, he's gonna people are going to be banging down his door left and right. And there's an element of people saying, well, he's been there for a long period of time. Maybe the message is wearing thin. I don't necessarily uh, subscribe to that. These rosters turn over so much, even over a four-year period. It's not as bad as, as as college or dramatic as college, obviously. But I don't necessarily think that's the case. I just think you know what? In his years, he sometimes coaches make mistakes. We talked about Bill Belichick earlier and the mistake he made by hiring Matt Patricia as offensive coordinator. Matt Canada, maybe he shouldn't have hired him, and maybe he kept him a year or two too long. But I think he's earned enough equity and earned enough time to be able to to fix things and get that right. And I think he will. You have to give him another off season. The idea of running him off because. Because who's the alternative? You know, it's the you know the the grass is not always greener, and we see it happen all the time. You think I'm tired of being 500? I'm tired of hovering around but not winning. Well, you let him go, and then all of a sudden you hit the skids, and you're picking in the top five for the next couple. Dude, of years. I couldn't agree with you. Like seriously, I don't even understand it. And the lesson is right there in front of you in Pittsburgh. The lesson's cower. Who you know most franchises don't have the patience or the stomach to go 13 years mm-hmm. and they did it with cower and no before that they've had three coaches in 50 years and, and like, I, I think that he's already shown you he's a good coach he's a winning coach well, like give me a break i i don't get it that's why i don't think there's anything real to it because if you look at the way that the organization has acted for the entirety of the organization's history I, I just think this is a lot of people creating clicks and not real conversation happening behind the scenes. That being said, uh, I, I want to say this loudly and clearly. I hope he gets fired. I hope the Steelers move on because I'd love to see him, you know, silver and black and trimming on yeah. him. He'd look good. Like, could you imagine a division where you got Belichick coaching the Chargers, Sean Payton coaching the Broncos, Mike Tomlin coaching the Raiders, and Andy Reid coaching the Chiefs? Oh, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Sean Payton, my God. He's a great coach. If this doesn't prove it, nothing will. Like, seriously, what he's done in Denver, oh, man. It seems like five years ago they gave up 70 points to Miami, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and cut a bunch of people. Like, we we remember the, the amount of people that are saying, oh, they must be tanking because they're either cutting or trading away everybody. Yeah. And instead it just felt like he got in the room and, and did the, the most important thing. There's a lesson to be learned from this. If you get in the room and you realize that there's something that doesn't work, make the change then. Don't wait till the end of the season. And since he had nothing to lose by doing that, he just started making changes. And now, yeah, I mean, we're at a spot where Denver taking on Detroit tonight. I, I trust the, the Broncos more than I trust the Lions right now the way they're playing. No doubt. Well, their defense, too. Denver's defense. And they're just so well coached, man. He's got Russ playing good football. He's got Russ playing within himself. Yeah, he's protecting Russ from himself to a degree. He is. Yeah, he's not letting Russ cook, and that's actually benefiting both Russ and the yes. Broncos as a whole. Yeah, he's letting Russ microwave. That's the yeah, best he gets. Right. Like Russ, Easy Mac is the best Russ. Russ is allowed now. He's not allowed to yes. use any spices. Yes, 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 yes. That's great. Uh, that's a great analogy too. Uh, I love that, Fitzy. Denver hey, could win quick. that division, I- by the way. 
You realize that? What's that? Well, the way the Chiefs are playing and the way Denver's playing, Denver is not out of the division race. Denver could actually win the AFC West. They could. As we yeah. as we sit right yeah. now, there's a very viable path to the Broncos and the Bills each winning their respective divisions. Wow. God, do me a favor. Dig up their schedule. I think the Chiefs' schedule is a little light, though. Like, because they got New England this week, they're going to win. I think they have a pretty light. I know they. I know they, they end with the Chargers. Christmas Day, they're going to get killed by this juggernaut known as the Raiders. I don't know what you're talking about. You got at Patriots home versus Raiders home Bengals at Chargers. Yeah, it's going to be tougher. Uh, I think Denver to win it. All right, fellas, big big final hour coming up next. Fox Sports Radio. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy, happy. Fox Football Saturday. It's a game of uh, it's a day of three NFL games today, so it's cool. The bowl season begins as well, fellas. From the TireRack.com studios. Don't forget TireRack.com will help you get there. And unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over ten thousand recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Fellas, Jason Fitz, I'm Anthony Gargano, Kevin Figures, the great Figgy, uh, Shay, and Mighty Mark, our production team. And don't forget, shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. So if you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, you'll see the show posted right after we get off the air. And uh, don't forget, we, we went through a gamut of stuff, everything from Shohei to uh, a lot of NFL stuff, arguing about the quarterbacks and uh, what the Bears maybe should do, looking at the college football situation, uh, all kinds of stuff. Michael Buble and uh, the Christmas <laughs> goats, which I got to get your guys' goats by the end of this segment, your top five Christmas goats, all right? Your Christmas, uh, and you especially, I might put Fitzy as a goat after hearing some of his work, Figgy. It's pretty damn impressive, right? Pretty cool. I mean, I, like, are you a Christmas goat? Yeah. Uh, am I um, uh, undersimplifying? Just like uh, do, when we do the goat conversation, do we have to have different eras represented, or is it just like all eras are in? And, oh, everything's and, like, everything's and, there for it. Oh, see, yeah. That, by by the way, uh, I that's what makes it tougher. Sports to get, we get sports to get to. But I will ask you this, cousin, because I think uh, this is always an interesting answer to me. Everybody has a record or a CD or an album that re- they remember from their childhood that immediately makes them think Christmas. What was the one that when like your family put it on, like it was like, yep, it is now officially Christmas time. So I could say it. I remember the the, uh, the album cover it was my mother. My mother loved Johnny Mathis. And it was a Johnny Matt, like he's sitting on a chair. I could see it right now. Close my eyes. And it was Johnny Mathis. My mother... Uh, Love Johnny Mathis. So I, I remember that album cover. Uh, see, I'm, I'm exactly. My father like was all Sinatra. Uh, oh, okay. So that's different. They were they were different then. Yeah, my mother loved Johnny Mathis. My father loved Sinatra. See, that's it, it's always interesting to me because like it can be random things. Like my family, uh, ironic to what I ended up doing in my life. Nobody in my family ever liked country music. That was not a thing I grew up around, and 
uh, as a kid. And But as a little kid, the Christmas record for me was actually Kenny Rogers, a Christmas record wow. from the early 80s. And I don't know why it was a gift somebody gave my mom, and I just loved that record. And every year that was the record for me. So later in life, when I was in a band that never really made it, we spent you know several months opening for Kenny Rogers. First time I ever met him, I was like, man, I play your Christmas music so much that my mom actually dislikes it, like openly dislikes it at this point. Because it's like I would just as a kid, I just listened to that record over and over and over again. So now in a Spotify world, like it's not really Christmas until I turn on the uh, Kenny Rogers Christmas record. Figgy, is there, like, what, what's the one for you? I, I've taken us totally off the rails, but I, hey, I, I, no, I, love I, I love it. Go ahead. Uh, so for me, it was a Someday at Christmas, Stevie Wonder's Christmas album. So That's good. the one that I grew up listening to. And, I mean, so good. few better than Stevie. Amazing. Dude, I, I we just had a, a Stevie conversation yesterday with a buddy oh, yeah? of mine. So I had a friend I used to do a show with when I started in radio. Veteran guy, great dude, this guy Steve Martirano. So he worked at a music station before he came over to the sports station. And he was talking about Stevie was in town to have a concert, right? And so he was in studio and Steve was interviewing him. And at the break, Stevie put his hands on Steve's face and was feeling his face, right? And... He said, "You're, you're." He goes, "I like you. You're very kind." And he said, "I want you to come with me to the show tonight and be my, be my uh, guests." You know, like his. Wow. He wow. was with him, and it, he goes, he never r- forgot Stevie Wonder feeling his face and like this connection that he had with the man, like and. That the guy was actually like he felt like Stevie was actually you know touching his soul like he looked into his soul through his touch. Wow! And he thought he was um, he said, you're a good man. And he goes, I want you to uh, I want you to come with me as as my guest tonight in Philadelphia. It was beautiful, beautiful. great story. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, Songs in the Key of Life is my favorite record of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think someday at Christmas, like, I would I would challenge anybody that has not listened to that song in a minute. Just go yeah, back and uh, listen to the words to that song and realize how much that an, an album that was made, what, 50 years ago at this point? Yeah, it's been still the 70s word for or maybe word the 60s. resonates. Yeah. Like, resonates word for word. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, awesome. Awesome stuff. All right. Shay, uh, Shay, is, is Shay old enough to have a favorite? Like, it'd be yes. what, a Christmas MP3 for crazy? Like, what, what, what is it, Shay, though? I was like, okay, I've never listened to, like, an album. Like, I feel like with us, it's more of just with my generation, at least. It's whatever you heard at Macy's or, like, the mall or whatever. Like, there was no, I mean, the Mariah Carey sense. is God to us. But then, like, I was just telling Mark, like, Nat King Cole is something that's very nostalgic to me. And, like, yes, of course. It's yeah. not necessarily yeah. an album. I don't know if it's an album or not, but, like, chestnuts roasting. Like, that's yeah. always something yeah. that I feel very, yeah. very nostalgic about. That's I mean, a goat. He's a goat. Absolutely. He's, yeah, he's, he's on my he's list. I'll tell you that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's like the Disney stuff, too. It's like the Disney songs or, like, the Disney, like, movies that, are like, are Christmassy. And then, like, they'll have a song Because you them. watch them, yeah. Yeah, like small yeah. things like that. Like that, I think that's something that's a little bit more nostalgic for me. Other than the albums, it's kind of like what Disney comes out. Well, next with. week we're going to do the the uh, the move the movies and the food. Oh, next oh, week we're nice. going to have a whole Christmas. I'm ready day for that next week. It'll be See, fun. I'll be I'll be more informative with that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have some fun with that. But we got a lot of football. Um, 
the bowl season starts today. And, you know, again, these are the, the kind of scrap bowls that you have. But are you guys, in, in, like, interested at all? Like, at, at all in the bowls, Fitzy? Yeah, I mean, I'm interested overall in the bowls. Uh, but I think it, it speaks to a little bit of kind of what Shay was just mentioning. For me, part of the reason I'm interested in it is just – the nostalgia of the the way it makes me feel at Christmas time to have a random you know the sarsaparilla whatever bowl on in the back like I I like that like they they do some of these yeah, bowls also do a nice job of creating social media from an, like I can't say enough nice things about the Duke's Mayo Bowl and what they've done in creating like a conversation around that bowl all year long and getting dunked in mayo and all the things they do like I think that's part of the the fun of these bowl games is that it seems like it just hits a little different even if it's an exhibition it hits a little different and as i said earlier i'll remind everybody you know football is football so for all the people complaining about it it's still better than watching a repeat of a random you know sport that nobody cares about or whatever else might be on that day that moment at espn yeah i I, dude i'm completely with you let me ask you a question the duke's mayo bowl that mayo bowl is that would be my hell not well, a Mandy's guy, huh? I skeeve it like to no ex- It might be this food I skeeve the most. If we were making a a top five list of worst foods, mayo might be number one for me. In fact, I hate yeah. mayo so much that most of the time I don't eat ranch dressing because ranch is just glorified mayo. It's got to be really good ranch for Agreed. me to even stomach it. The rest of the time, ranch is just glorified mayo. Look at the ingredients. It's mayo and some seasoning. Like, I hate yeah. mayo so much that I don't even like ranch. Mayo's That's probably I'm with you. one of the more unnecessary condiments ever invented. I'm with you on that. Do we all wow, agree. We all mayo? agree. Shane, you going to push back on mayo? I mean, come on. I can't really say much in this scenario, but... You like mayo, don't you? I like mayo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, wow. that's good. I mean, You're yeah. mayo, dude. I mean, well, see, I mean, I'll say this. So if I was eating, like, if there was a pre-made sandwich or something and I bit into it and I'm like, oh, there's a little mayo on here, I can stomach it. But never uh, on yeah, any yeah. in a trillion years would I ever voluntarily put mayo on anything. Like I no, if I have a bite of it and there's mayo on it, I'm just like thank you, no. and I just politely set it down and walk away. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. You yeah. see, I just I like sauces. Like you guys hate this, but I'm a ranch with my pizza guy. Like I I can't no. eat like a dry sandwich. Anthony's gonna kick you off. Of yeah, the show. I I know I know I just I'm I need like a mustard mayo like a chipotle sauce like something on the sandwich or else it's like horrible to eat and it's dry i got you i i yeah i can't do any i don't do any of that stuff on there i get you you do like olive oil on there yeah i do yeah so olive you got it you do a little bit but, of something like olive no, oil, i don't want any olive oil makes everything soggy i don't want olive oil like i mean if i got to put something on a sandwich it's, it's going to be like mustard that's it mustard you, you well, i'm talking about like a lunch me a hoagie we call it a hoagie in the east coast yeah like, i'm still like which like would it. be like the cured meats they no. put they yeah. usually i put, put olive oil, oil on everything so i don't know yeah, yeah. i don't put like if i go to a sub shop in in, in general uh, and I'm ordering it. I don't want mayo. I don't want olive oil. I'll just put yellow mustard on. Right, plain yellow mustard. It's I'm good for plain you. Yellow mustard. Yeah. I'll Snow take calories. your mayo. I'll take your mayo and the mustard. But you know, I'll take another right turn. Miracle Whip. I'm crazy. Miracle Whip. Oh, I don't think I've tried it. Miracle Whip like the more. weird mayo. It's like the it's like fake mayo. mayo yeah, right? it's a fake me out mayo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oof. 
God, that's the pass it over here. By the Thank way, you. back to the music goats. Dave Fortune uh, hits us up. The temp silent night. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah, that's awesome. That's a classic for sure. Yeah. Uh, and funny Lou, of- Lou says, "How the hell is that King Cole getting no love?" So I'm glad we touched on that. King yeah, Cole. I gave him some love. Come on, yeah. uh, Don't worry. look, people, people will not like this controversial take, but if we're making a Mount Rushmore top of of Christmas artists in general, Pentatonix has to be on that list. Oh, they're their amazing. Net worth, their net worth, right? I looked it up on the Google machine. Their net for an act that really only does Christmas tours, they're mm-hmm. worth roughly forty million dollars. Forty wow. million dollars, just because they have figured out like, but they just put out a version of Oh Holy Night that, like, I'm telling you, whew, I, I like. They can sing. They can no, sing. They did. Sang. Mary, so did like, you yeah. know? They did the oh, Hallelujah yeah. song, right? They're the Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Yes, okay, okay, yes. Okay. they are spectacular. If you have a chance to see them live, do it. Yeah. I want to. I want to write a, a sequel to Mary. Did you know that's the other perspective of Mary? And it's like, yeah, I was pretty sure. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's that's awesome. an idea. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, I got one uh, one question for you, and then you know we got to get back to the NFL. We get the big brain coming up as well. But off the bowls, New Year's Day is the New Year's Day sacred to you? Like I love the fact that the the semifinals now are not on New Year's Eve, which drove me insane. But now New Year's Day, where they belong, and so I'm happy. I like to see one other game being pushed on New Year's Day, but I love the fact that we're getting, you know, Alabama, Michigan, and Texas, Washington on New Year's Day. Yeah, I'm with you. I love getting this, and I, I think this is the right permanent placement for a game like this or a schedule like this. But I also agree because if you look at the timing, the first game's at five, I think, and the second game's at. I want to say it's late. Might it's even like, be nine o'clock yeah, Eastern. Yeah, I believe it's like eight forty-five yeah. Eastern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you start talking about how late that is for the East Coast. I, I don't love that. Like, I wish the games were earlier on it. Like, I kind of, I kind of love this idea of you wake up, you groggily get through the morning, and then all of a sudden, bam, you go over and you watch football. So one one extra game would help on that for sure. Yeah, and I, I'm sure they strategically placed it because of the Rose Bowl. They want to have the sunset at the start of the fourth quarter, that whole deal. And so that's why they strategically placed it at 5 o'clock Eastern time, 2 o'clock Pacific, just to get that visual, which is one of the greatest visuals in all of sports. I'm, it is. I'm biased to a certain degree, but nah, it really you is. Should be. You should be proud of that, man. I agree. Well, we do have the, the – I forgot we have the Fiesta Bowl is that day. So we do have uh, yeah. Liberty, Oregon at 1 o'clock. That's the earlier game. So – no, there's oh, a couple. There's game. five. Yeah. Like I, I like to see six, but that yeah. I, I mean, I'm good with five. I like the fact that the the two big games are uh, are at door New Year's Day. I, I love shout that. Shout out to Bo Nix for actually playing his final collegiate game and not sitting out when there's really dude. Amen, brother. I'm glad you wants, brought that up. Yeah, play for his teammates. One last go at it. Headed to the NFL draft. Doesn't care. Yeah, Much respect dude. to Bo Nix. I, I love. I love that. That's a great point. Great, great, great point. Do you guys like? I, I don't like. The Christmas on a Monday is weird. And even New Year's. Like, so New Year's Eve is all NFL, which is awesome. Right. New Year's Eve night, we got Packers, Minnesota. You know, I don't know. Do you guys do the same thing for the holidays? I always look at this at sports schedules for some reason. Like, oh, look at this. Christmas, no. day. Like Christmas, Christmas day. Eve usually Christmas Eve is typically I mean, unless it falls on the NFL Sunday as, as a pretty light night. Nothing sports do that on purpose. 
There's usually not a whole lot going on on Christmas well, Eve. Well, last year they played. Yeah, well, the yeah, NFL. Yeah, but I mean, but like a game or two, I think, because it was on a Saturday, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and I think the games were, were done by like eight o'clock Eastern time. They just they don't want to drag it on into the night. Well, this year you got Patriots Denver. No. Look, one of my more controversial <laughs> takes, uh, admittedly one of my more controversial takes in the world is that I think we should just permanently move Christmas to whatever, the third or fourth Saturday of December, make Christmas Eve a national holiday, which would then let everybody have the opportunity to spend Christmas Eve with their families and not have to work Christmas Day is on a weekend. Hopefully that prevents it. And then Sundays becomes an easy day for travel for everybody to get back to work on Monday. Like this is a, a die on this hill every year, just permanently move christmas to whoa, a saturday whoa whoa, whoa whoa yeah 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 wow, i know i know that, that, there's some that's there's a some lot faith man, that, there's some faith that then, might be dude. involved in that but I you know i, I mean, might sign off on that one i mean he wasn't Why? born on the 25th uh, anyway y'all like let's say, just jason move F- the jason fits for congress let's go let's get this thing <laughs> let's get this thing moving wait 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 what what why what's your beef against the 25th well, okay, so for when I first was out on my own before I was making it uh, in music, luckily, I had plenty of different normal day jobs, right? And there is nothing worse when you have like a normal day job where it, Christmas falls on a, let's say, a Thursday, right? And so Christmas Eve is a work day, and the day after Christmas is a work day for so many people that work nine to five jobs. So as a result, if your family's nowhere near and Christmas is on a Thursday, for example, right. you can't. There's just nothing you can do. You are well. Going I to mean, you would Christmas say why half the workforce alone. is off the day after. Oh, not that many. I, I mean, in, in my life experience, I was I was never given that day off. And then especially at the time when I was working, because I, I was younger, didn't have family and everything like, you know, you, you're always yeah, when you're young. You're I, this, I, yeah. I mean, Christmas yeah. is yeah, your work. So yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you're working the 24th, you're working the 26th. It just seems like that's yeah, the retail really, piece of it. It's a hardship. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah, maximize tough. the amount uh, the amount of time that you can have for people to spend time with their families. And but get you time have, off but, of work. but most people who are working. It's not a Monday thing. It's a it's just a business thing. thing. Yeah, I mean, so it's less about the day and more about that's just the business of it. But right? if you're, I guess if you're a typical nine to five Monday through Friday yeah. person, if you, you wouldn't work, be if working. If you work for an ad agency, yeah, how, if you yeah, work the for uh, off the day the after. stock brokerage firms, not 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 mm, not my experience. Not the, the ad agencies, yeah, no, that that's really? my. My experience was always like, I mean, I, w- I worked in, in financial stuff when I first uh, was getting jobs, too. And like financial industry, because the stock market's open, you're always open when the stock market's open, which means you have a half day the day after Christmas. Normally, so, you would agree, though, that most nine to five businesses are off. It's the retail business. It's the retail people. And, and the date has really nothing to do with it. The the most nine to five. I mean, everybody gives you Christmas Day off, but if you want the day after Christmas and it's on a weekday, you got to burn a personal day. You got to burn a you got to burn a day. In our business, it doesn't matter. Like we work on holidays anyway. Well, it's different to be, sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, sports. The, beauty, but, the trade-off is you work holidays, but who cares? It's sports. Yeah, it's sports. Right. No, hundred percent. But I, I. That's why if you moved it, if you moved Christmas to like like you know Thanksgiving is always whatever. The whatever Thursday of November, like I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of moving all holidays to Saturdays, making Fridays the national day off that everybody gets, and give Sunday a travel day so you can spend like Easter.
Easter is the first Sunday after the first full moon after the vernal equinox. Why do I know <laughs> yeah. that? I don't know. Yeah. But like, okay, like okay, let's let's just standardize these things. Let's just, just give me Christmas on a Saturday, Christmas Eve on a Friday. Everybody gets the time like off. The people I'm sorry. I'm in a, October 31st, Halloween. I know Ooh, it's I'm, Halloween. I'm a, yeah. You know how much I love 20th. Halloween. I'm a, I'm a date guy. I don't like. I got to figure out what day is Thanksgiving. Like, well, why is Easter that still? But to your to Fitz's point, Easter confuses the crap out of me. What are we yeah, doing? Easter's early this year. Yeah. Easter's late. Right. Like, like it'll just be the same Easter? day. Yeah. As a Make Halloween day, guy, I would wildly April, support. I would support the third Saturday of every October becomes Halloween. Oh, that'd be so much easier. That'd be easier. Yeah, I can't vote for you there, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> I got figures. You give you a lot of good thought. I give you a lot of credit, though. That's for sure. I'm right, <laughs> the campaign quick... manager. I'm on top of it. <laughs> we got to take quick time out. Big Brain's going to give us some picks coming up. We'll take a look at the weekend from a betting standpoint. Is up next where the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fellas, that's a good one, Fitzy. Don't forget, Fellas brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, everything you got, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com, fellas, from the TireRack.com studios. Hey, uh, always fun to talk to our man, the Big Brain. As the Big Brain joins us, Brad Feinberg, our betting analyst, Happy holidays, Bradley. How are you, Anthony? Good morning to you and everyone out there. So are you still in Vegas? No, I was there. It was great, though. I went to see, I went with my fiance. We saw you two at the Sphere. Um, I like, again, I'm not a huge music concert person, but it was on my bucket list of things to do. And for everyone out there who likes music or just likes different things, I thought it was one of the coolest venues I've ever been new, and I I really enjoyed it very very much, Anthony. Well, we had to have an expert, and the expert is uh, Fitzy. 
who is also oh. a Vegas resident. Well, lives in Connecticut, but he's from Vegas. Fitzy, what what uh, what do you think of his fear? No, I think visually it's it's everything I've heard. I haven't seen a show there yet. Everything I've heard is it's incredible. But the fun fact is that it took you two almost a year to develop the video that they wanted in the sphere, and it cost almost as much as a full world tour would cost to do it. So. Uh, you know, it, it's amazing how every act that plays this, you can't just play the sphere. You have to spend months planning just the video that goes into that sphere to make it work with your set. It's 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 pretty wild. Yeah, it was. That's exactly right. It really was. But, again, I would definitely recommend it if you're in Vegas. Uh, I, it's something I'll never forget. I, that's the best way I could describe it. All right. I like it. All right. The Big Brain, who is just killing it this year. Uh, Big Brain, what's your updated record? 519 and 393, in all transparency, had my first losing week in, I think, about 10 weeks, but still up 75 units, 519 and 393, uh, still basically as good as anyone I, I know in the entire industry, my record. Um, again, Brad's best bets on Twitter. Um, I've had an amazing year, and it's, they keep coming. Plus, Anthony, you've got some really good live futures. I have Austin Reeves at... Eight to one to win six man of the year award. Orlando Magic ten to one to win the division. Um, you know, like some really Houston Rockets forty to one to win the division. And these are stuff you get from me as well too. Not just my day to day plays, but my futures, which Anthony you know is better than anyone. That's something I absolutely own. Uh, you're you're you are you know Brad Adamas when it comes to the I will, futures. I will give I will give everyone out there a future I just bet. Uh, Anthony, I got to tell you, and I'm curious, and I got in an argument with my analytics guy on this, but still pretty strongly, I'm, I'm on the right side, but we'll see. Last year, Anthony Kyle Shanahan came in second by like a vote to Dayball. I bet him to win Coach of the Year. Uh, he's getting double digit odds. I, I think he's going to win it. I, I think they're going to finish 14 and three, and I I know it usually goes to like a team that starts off you know that was bad the year before, and that's usually the narrative. But he's never won Coach of the Year. And people can't have it both ways. I also released Brock Purdy MVP 16 to 1 a few weeks ago. If Brock Purdy's the system quarterback, well, it's his system. So um, I, yeah, I like I, it. I think it's a good bet. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think he has a real good chance for everyone listening. Yeah, I, I think it's a good bet. Uh, I, I like that a lot. Do you think the quarterbacks? Do you think the quarterbacks cut each other off in that MVP race? Like some votes will go to Brock, some votes will go to Dak, and it creates sort of a, a weird situation. Well. Today, today, to answer your question, today, yes. But here's what's going to happen. It, it's going to settle itself out. Now, if you like Dak for MVP, I think the better bet, ironically, attacking that would be Mike McCarthy to win Coach of the Year at 23-1. to 1. And I say that because Dak's not winning MVP, in my opinion, unless they win the division and win out, probably. And if they win out, I think McCarthy has a great chance at Coach of the Year. Um, so um, I think these things will play itself out. They lose to... Um, Buffalo, all Dak's momentum is going to go down, in my opinion. If they lose to Miami, all Dak's momentum is going to go down. I think they're going to have to keep winning Dallas, and I think they're going to trip up in one of those games. I think they lose uh, tomorrow. So do I. I bet that's one of my bets. Yeah, I like I, Buffalo. I see my favorite game of the weekend is Buffalo. Yep, it, I'm on the same side. Yeah, it sets up. All right, uh, give me your... Uh, what do you see today? We got we got a lot of bowl season starts, right? So we got bowls, and then we got NFL. What do you got? What do you liking today, buddy? Well, 
Lancey, I look, I, I played, now the line's down a half point since what I played, or points since I played. I took on the open Minnesota plus four. It's down to three. Still like the Vikings, Anthony, in that I think this game's like a, a true, like, this game that either team can win. I love what the Vikings defense has done. Brian Flores has meant everything to this defense. I mean, Ed Donico was, was brutal last year. Um, since Flores got there, this, this defense has been terrific. The hardest team in the NFL to run against. They've given up the fewest big plays in the NFL. Um, I think it seems to be very close, very tight. I think you've, you know, and I, I, NFL now, home field advantage is, is long days and three points are gone. Now worth about a point and a half, not the three points we, Anthony, me and you grew up with. Um, I think the Vikings can win this one. I like them getting a field goal. I think it's going to be a close game. And then, Anthony, my favorite bet of the weekend, probably Detroit length four and a half against Denver. You could probably even shop it and maybe get a couple fours out there. Um, I know that Detroit lost uh, badly, by the way, and we had the Bears last week. But I like this spot from a bounce-back spot at home. Denver, to me, has been lucky. Anthony, they've been crazy fortunate on turnovers going their way. Um I think Detroit at home gets healthy here. It's not that it was a bad number in my power rating standpoint, but I just think I like this spot from coming off that loss. And I think Denver's a little bit overrated. I really, really do. Uh, Peyton's done an amazing job. I also did bet Russell Wilson over 29.5 pass attempts this one because I expect Denver to be trailing. And I think it's a good way of almost getting Detroit at a pick by taking Wilson over in pass attempts because if Detroit's winning, you're going to get Russell Wilson passing. Uh, but I like Detroit here to win this game by at least a touchdown, Anthony. So walk me through what you do after Monday night uh, with Miami and Tennessee. When you see a, a result like that that's such an upset, is there some yeah. lingering in, uh, effect for either team that impacts how you bet them this weekend? Well, I tell you something from Miami, and I know I think I said this too many times to kind of about Tyree Kill. I think he's the most non-important quarterback in my lifetime I've seen in terms of how he affects an NFL game. And I mean, I would just use that game as an exhibit, and I and no one could argue with me. I mean, they, Miami without him, it was night and day. Now he still seems to be a true game time decision against the Jets. Um, look, I will say another game I like a lot, and I you got look, you got to be in tune with the injury report. It seemed pretty obvious to me, and I did it when it was two and a half. It's now three and a half, but I still like it at three and a half. That the Titans were a very good play this week, more so an anti-Houston play. I think Houston guys, this team right now today, this is the same team that was three and fourteen last year, or whatever their record is. This is not the Texan team that is seven and six. You got to wipe your memory. Okay, they're going to be missing a ton of defensive starters. They're missing C.J. Stroud. They are missing the elite wide receivers. I, I think you can argue, Anthony and Fitzy, that this is right now this roster today is the worst roster in the NFL. In this particular game, they're going to play. Um, I think because they're missing a ton of starters, and without yeah. C.J. Stroud, you're going Tank to see. Dell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Nico Collins is, is iffy. Yeah. Will Anderson is iffy. They have like five defensive starters that may not play. Um, the, the entire all again, CJ Stroud makes that team. Let me make that clear. Uh, yeah, I agree. Him, Davis Mills is a huge downgrade. Yep, it's a huge downgrade. And and I just I don't see any way possible that uh, that they're able to look. I shouldn't say any way possible, but I just I really I happen to like this game a lot. Anthony, I really I made a big bet. On uh, on the Titans, I think the Titans win this game pretty easily. 
I really yeah, do. I, I, I think totally the Vikings win this game pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, okay, Bowls, anything uh, strike your fancy today? Bowl you know, it's, it's funny. A, a lot of things like UCLA, um, you know, they had a ton of starters opt out. But it's interesting. But Boise is playing with a third-string quarterback, Kalen Green, transferred to Arkansas. Uh, so we, you know, a lot of money, and I was on it, a lot of money's been on the under, and I only could look under here. All these UCLA games go under anyway, Anthony. They've all been going under. All these opt-outs, Boise playing a third-string um Player quarterback now. This this was this over under was just a few days ago in the high forties. Um, now we're at um, you know forty six. But I still do like the under in the UCLA Boise game because I think there's a situation with just so many opt outs. Boise with the third string quarterback and UCLA just been going under like crazy out anyway. Have you seen any action change on the playoff matchups coming up that make you more enticed to take something that you might not have taken a week ago? No, not really. Again, like I, I, I think the Michigan Alabama game is probably going to close it around a pick. I think, from what I, so I, I think if you wanted to, um, if you liked uh, Michigan, I think you may be able to get a uh, a slightly better number if you wait. Because right now it's like round month two, most places. I think you can get a slightly better number if you wait. The Washington Texas game, I think, is probably going to end where it's at. Um, Look, I, I, I think Michigan is personally going to beat Alabama. Um, but, you so, know, we can talk about oh, that do obviously. you really? You like Michigan, huh? I, I do. I do love a bet on Michigan. I, and I have respect for what Alabama's done. Um, and Michigan's not quite as good as I thought they were mm-hmm. uh, in terms of my power ratings. Because I, I did adjust it uh, based off um, – I actually thought Ohio State uh, was slightly better than Michigan in the game that Michigan won. Um I really did. I thought look, Michigan made their 50-yard field goal. Ohio State missed theirs. Michigan made the big plays, um, but I and I and I do. Michigan traditionally has struggled with like mobile quarterbacks. Um, so again, it wasn't a big bet for me, but I do think Michigan still. I just trust their overall compass as a team, if that makes sense, a little bit more. And I, you know, I I was able to get pick them. Uh, and I made I made the spread Michigan by in my ratings had Michigan by two and a half, so I did make a little bit of a bet on Michigan. But um, I do think it's going to be a uh, you know a good a good game for like everyone involved, and I do think it's going to be an exciting um, a legitimate exciting game, you know. Um, but I the, and the Texas Washington game, I will say, Anthony, everyone had to be shocked, you know, about at least me, I was that you know Washington. One against Oregon. I really thought that um, that was the best game Washington played all year. And I thought Washington was definitely a little fugazi, Anthony, in terms of um, what they had accomplished. And I just, they, to me, they were that team that was just waiting to be picked off. And they almost lost like a ton of games. And they, they just, they put it all together and they, they really deserved to beat Oregon. I, once again, I think Texas is the better team. Uh, I think Texas. Should win, but again, my numbers made that right at four and a half, and the line's four, so not enough edge for me to personally bet that game. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. Um, I like Texas in that game too. Bradley, great stuff. Happy travels, and we'll be talking soon once again. Brad's best bets on X, formerly Twitter, right? Yes, sir. There it Thank is. You Good. guys, you're the best. I always appreciate you. Uh, you're the best. Thank appreciate you, Brad. 
Uh, don't forget, hey, guys, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio every Saturday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific for Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM, Brian No, Rich Hornberger, betting analyst Jared Smith. Have you covered three hours before college kickoffs every Saturday morning? Listen to Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We'll come right back and still one more segment to hang, fellas, on this Fox Football Saturday. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There you go. That's a goat. Yeah, it is. I mean... The minute you hear the string section in the beginning yeah. of it, you're like, yep, I know what this is. Oh, so well. So well done. And that voice, man, it's, you know, his voice is amazing. Uh, Felbus from the TireRack.com studios, don't forget, you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can. Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback. On everyday purchases, no fees, period. Check out eligibility terms, discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right. Uh, give me your goats. I asked for goats. So who's your five goats? Fitzy. All right. Bing goes number one for me. Uh, something about Bing Crosby. Me, I'm telling you. Bing? Uh, I'm a Bing guy. I'm a Bing guy. Uh, Bing Powell, Bing. Um, uh, but, you know, like I'm looking at this like the committee. That means Bing probably edged out Frank. So I'm, I'm putting Bing in at one. That means I put Mariah in at two. Okay. I will put Pentatonics, who I credited earlier for their versatility, in at three. Okay. Uh, and then that gives me... Oh yeah, I think I think I'm okay with that. Then I'll put Nat King Cole at four. I'll go right. with that. And at five, oh, this one's tough. At five, I'll put I'll put Sinatra in at five. He sneaks in at five. Sneaks okay. in five. All right, uh, Figgy. Well, I mentioned Stevie earlier. I, I yeah. guess I didn't really put these in any particular or, or order. Uh, okay, but uh, Stevie for sure. Uh, Burl for sure. We played him a little bit earlier. You're going to go classic Burl yep. Ives. Definitely. 
Uh, I will go uh, Nat King Cole, as we mentioned. Yes. I do like Johnny Mathis. Yeah, I got oh, I see it. Like Mathis is in my yeah. five. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's I got to go. I got to put Mathis in my five. And then I got to round it out yeah. with uh, with Bing. You go Bing, too? I do. I'm out on Bing. Yeah. I mean, Bing's, Bing's classic. I mean, don't get me wrong. But could Bing play today? <laughs> <laughs> well... I mean, Buble does. Right. So, I mean, and Buble's just big, the Kmart version of yeah, Bing. It's a cheap knockoff, isn't he? <laughs> I just. <laughs> Blue Light Special, we got Buble's Bing on aisle <laughs> three. For the I next 10 minutes, you can get a cheap. play today, but I. Listen, I, I, I got you, man. That's, I got you. <laughs> no, Buble out. Give me Mark. Mark's a, 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 a Renaissance man. So, real Mighty quick. Mark. So Who's your five? Johnny Mathis. Yes. And then Donny Hathaway. And then nice. I, I, when I grew up, I liked Paul McCartney's, you know, Christmas time. Okay. And then uh, Nat Cole and then Andy Williams. And then Andy oh, Williams. Andy Williams, Andy Williams yeah. You're missing. It's interesting because you, you omit the crooner. You got no crooned in your five. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shay, give me the Also, no mention of Wham yet. There's been no mention That's of right. Wham. No well, that yeah. song's a classic. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Love this song. Yeah. No uh, White Christmas by the Drifters. Put that in there, too. Mm. You, yeah. It's a strong yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. God, who who you got, Shay? I mean, okay, so don't come at me right now. Um, don't worry about that. You can pass. I'm young, you know? I'm young, but it's uh, That's Mariah Carey. Spotify exists. Spotify no, I know, exists. I know who I'm choosing. Don't get me wrong. Just don't well, come at my got? list. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. So it's, no promises. It's Mariah Carey at one. All right. It's uh, Nat King Cole at two. Okay. Michael Buble comes in at three. and I don't want to hear it. Okay. Andy Williams at four. All right. And then Bing Crosby at five. And right, you go Bing. All right. I thought you were going to put like the chipmunks in or something. Right. The way yeah. you qualify the, that no, I, know. I, I, I hate. I hate them so. The Jingle much. Bell Dogs or something. I thought you could go with one of those. I know? I would I would put those in the TV sections. So oh. we'll when we right. talk TV, I'll I'll talk them. We'll do but. TV now. Well, TV's next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll I'm do anti. That I gotta tell you, I, the chipmunk thing, I don't get. I hated it growing up. I, I don't it. understand Pretty it. Annoying. I don't get it. I never got it. It's been around for hundred years. It was bad then. It's worse now. What's your, what's your five, cousin? So I got to go uh, Mathis, Mariah, Nat King Cole, Dean Martin, oh, and man. I would go, I guess I got to go Sinatra for the, for the, for the, you know. For the culture? Yeah, culture. I feel it. I, I, like could, it. I could be talking yeah. to Dean over Sinatra you know on I'm my saying? list, too. Yeah, I feel I'll like get excommunicated if I don't put Frank Yeah, no in. doubt. If you ever want to go down a rabbit hole of awesome, go to YouTube, not TV, just regular YouTube, and just look for old Dean Martin Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. They are phenomenal to watch from like the, the six. It's like they're, they're incredible. Incredible. Yes. Yeah, they are. No, they're, they're yeah, they're, 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 they were characters, man. You know, they were, go- they were goofballs. Anyway, uh, love, dude, we got lots of football this weekend, boys. So the show flew by. Love you guys. Thank you for hanging. Uh, Fellas, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the games, everybody.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.